is quickly becoming my favorite song. <laughs> well, yeah, because every time I hear it, it's a new episode, so, you know, it makes me happy. What's up, ladies, gentlemen, and others? My name is Terrell Norton, and it's another week of binge because, well, we didn't get canceled yet. So that's where we're at. Um, yeah, this last week, no uh, acts of God took out any power. Um, no one tried to cancel us, you know, by taking away a studio or anything. So we're here at Scumbag Studios again. Yeah, it's my studio, so I can name it whatever I want. So it's Scumbag <laughs> Studios. But my guest today, uh, it's actually, it's a bit of a reunion from uh, last year's Blue Whale, which is this next week on the, what is it, 28th and 29th, right? I believe that's correct. Perfect. Well, we've got, uh, do you want to, do you want to use your stage name? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've got C.R. Parsons and Rick Shaw. What's going on, guys? My stage name is C.R. Parsons. I was like, you made it sound like I'm using a stage name. No, I am, I am the one, the only C.R. Parsons. I love it because like people will always kind of do that thing where they're like, you know, which comedian should I see when I'm in Tulsa? And I'm like, oh, definitely. Like if C.R.'s got going something going on, or if Rick's on a show, you definitely should catch those. And every time, there's kind of like. Is his real name fucking Rick Shaw? And I just go with it. I'm like, yeah, his parents yeah. fucking hated him. Like, it's <laughs> they hated the Asians even worse. But they really hated him. <laughs> it was it was problematic for most of my life. Yeah, it was a whole thing. Uh, but no, the the reason this is a reunion is uh, the show we're actually going to be talking about today. Not the television show, but the show that we actually were all on last year at Blue Whale was uh, your guys' brainchild called Too Many Cooks, right? That's right. It's our brunch show. Uh, it's more CR's brainchild. I just was I just was on his coattails. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's how most partnerships are born. Pretty well, much. Yeah. Like I mean, somebody that's... has a great idea and the other person's like, you know what? I'm going to hang out with you. Like, that's yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I see an opportunity here. <laughs> has, have you never done a school project, group project? Do I look 80% like... 80% of the project is done by one person and oh, the other yeah. three people in the group. Take the Whenever other. they were like, hey, pick your partners for this project, I'm like, hey, you're the smartest fucker here, <laughs> and I'm really going to make us, like, average out to, you know, average. That's right. really... <laughs> <laughs> but no, go ahead. Well, what is for the people listening who might not know what the hell we're talking about, go ahead and go over the premise of Too Many Cooks. Well, it's really pretty simple. We, uh, we give comics a topic to speak on for about three to five minutes. Uh, but we figure they can do that all day. They're comics. Right. They're used to it's kind running of their, their jobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we complicated a little bit by giving them stuff to cook That's while they're trying to do it. So they're trying to come up with comedy and cook and not look like a fool. I all would at like the same to point time. out that not one of those comics actually cooked anything last time. They were just kind of like, like at one point, I think Trevor Carrion just threw like three pieces of bread into a bowl of milk. Right. And was like, what? This is, this is how you do this, right? I was like, okay. Yeah, I think the one that came closest to cooking was Uncle Gary. Uncle Gary, yeah. And uh, he really <laughs> tried. He didn't have much to work with after Evan Hughes got off stage. Yeah. Evan Hughes admitted on stage that he has never cooked. Evan just ever. Went. And I was like, at all? You're a grown man. He goes, yeah, he, I don't do that. He was like the Tasmanian devil. It was just eggshells and just... Just, just schmutz everywhere. Kitchen, his kitchen sink cooking. That's, is yeah. But I mean, to be smuts. fair, at least we got him in the kitchen. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, apparently true. that was a feat in and of itself. Yeah. So, but, but we have to talk about why you were on the show. I, <laughs> because well, you mean why I was on it with that massive hangover that I had? Like, I was sitting there, I like walked in and I go, oh, thank God they opened the bar. Like... <laughs> Oh, man. Because we're the 
loudmouths. We're the hosts of the show. Right. But you are our guest chef. Yeah. Because like, you actually know what the hell you're doing. You, in guys, you guys were like, hey, we just want you to make sure that no one dies. And I was like, okay, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> but yeah, I, I remember walking in and just like you guys were like, hey, how's it going? And like, you're both, you know, already at full peak CR and Rick and just being like, hey, man, how you doing? And all that. And I was just kind of like. So I can get a beer, right? Like, because my head is throbbing because the night before was blue oil, right? And of course, as is tradition, you just kind of get a, you just tie one on a little bit at blue oil, like. Well, to be fair, by the time you got there, I had already had a couple of drinks. There and we go. I had I had Irish coffee. For I mean, it wouldn't so. be CR as a guest without a <laughs> bottle of whiskey. So you know, I'll give I'll give you one of those. Here, here, so yeah. here, here. <laughs> get back in here, you know, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, last time I was here, I think we went through a bottle of whiskey when we recorded, and then something happened to that yep. recording. So we did it again the next night and went through a second bottle of whiskey. <laughs> Last but if time, you'll notice, I didn't hear any complaining on that episode. You know what I mean? Like, not at all. <laughs> last time I was here, we split a, a pack of Reese's Pieces and peanut butter cups. <laughs> and there was a lot. It was mostly complaining. Was and my, you were like, uh, we're not putting this episode out. You why, were like, why does my foot hurt? <laughs> yeah. You were like, this is a director's cut. It's going in the bin. This is the Zack Snyder director's yeah. cut. <laughs> Oh, speaking of like extended editions and all that, I've recently been doing this thing that if I want anything in the background, I put on one of the Lord of the Rings extended cuts because uh-huh. it doesn't matter what I'm doing by mid movie, I'm probably done. Right? Yeah. I had I forgot how long they were. They're oh, like yeah. four I, fucking hours I, long. I've, I've never forever. seen a full one of those movies. You've never seen Lord of the Rings? No. What's wrong? Never with you? seen them. Never seen them. I at one point years ago, I was dating this this chick that was like the ultimate hot nerd. She was way into all See that. See what it she is? Like, it's like, yep, uh, dating she, someone will ruin everything. Yeah. Well, no, she was She was like, you should watch these Lord of the Rings movies. And I was like, I don't. Like, here's the thing. Here's how much I hate, like, fantasy and sci-fi. And I'm not trying to offend anybody, but. I'm looking around his room thinking he is probably very yeah, offended. This, probably this offended. studio has so much Look, sci-fi just, and dumb it's shit. It's just <laughs> not for me. It's just not, it's not my bag. And so here's the thing is, like, even, even when Led Zeppelin references Ooh, now. references Gollum. <laughs> I'm like I love every every note song or blade or or, or a beat by John. I love everything about Led Zeppelin except for the fact that they reference Gollum in one song. And I'm like I don't like that movie. And I tried to watch him for her, and she's like, you got to watch him. I fell asleep every single movie. Well, no, and the funny part is is that, like, I, I love the guys that are kind of like that, where it's just kind of like, well, I've never seen any fantasy, and they lose their fucking minds. Yeah. Where they're just like, how fucking dare you? In reality, I'm just kind of like, all right, well, what do you want to watch then? I don't fucking, I don't know what you want from me here. Like, that's Documentaries. That's You watched, oh. I, can't, I, I don't even remember the last documentary I watched, because the reality is upsetting. Documentaries are cooking like, shows. That's, that's me. Documentaries will piss me off because I love watching documentaries. Right. Actually, let me rephrase that. I like listening to documentaries on TV while I do other things. There you go. That's your Lord of the Rings. He, he likes oh, I, no, I also like Lord of the Rings. Well, yeah, no, but he likes, do, he likes to do stuff and then Lord of the Rings yeah. in the background. I'm yeah. your background nerd. music. But here's no, the that thing. No, uh, listening to documentaries on TV while doing stuff was the original podcast. Yeah, so but the problem is <laughs> anymore Netflix documentaries, half of them are in a foreign language and you have to read the that's subtitles. True. That's true. Well, I and mean, they don't tell you that going into it. So right. I get into it and oh, it man. goes through that first five. The preview doesn't tell you shit. They're just like, hey, this is about this. And you're like, that sounds interesting. Hit play, and you're like, I am 
already done. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to sit here for an hour and a half and read this. If I wanted to read about it, I could have read a book. Right. No, I, I wanted a documentary so that I could do something else and learn something at the same time. <laughs> I'm trying to learn while doing stuff. I'm a multitasker. That's that's where I'm at. I love how much, how many documentaries they are because it became popular. Right. Like Tiger King and all that stuff became popular. So it's like Hollywood. Anytime they hear that people like something, I still haven't watched like, Tiger King. Overdo it! And, <laughs> right. And so now you're like, Go on well, Amazon now they're not doing Prime. much of anything. The writers yeah. are on strike, so well, they're just kind of exactly. like, looks like we're making a shitload of documentaries. So <laughs> like, yeah. you, you go on like Amazon Prime and stuff, and you're like, whoa, what's this? What's this about? It's called right. like, it's called like sweat, and you're like, oh, what's this about? It's about this old man. You turn on and go, this man was a janitor at the studio of all these bands, <laughs> right? And you're like. That was he was just a janitor. It's literally, <laughs> they're like just make a documentary right. about it. He's like, let me tell you about the time Leon yeah. Russell threw away a Reese's puff. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, it's good shit. Yeah. What, what charisma that had man? Diarrhea here, and I was scrubbing away. You know yeah, that's not good. true. Was, yeah. He was on too much heroin. That's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> well, no, and so we were we were talking when you guys got here about what show you guys wanted to do, and uh, apparently, Rick, you're you're a bit of a uh, cooking show nerd. I love cooking. So we shows. went with the kicking. What it also works with too many cooks so sure yeah. absolutely and uh we we settled on uh anthony bourdain no reservations right no reservations. arguably one of the best theme songs agreed to any of those shows agreed old blues explosion shout yeah, out good good too now good okay tune. we're only 10 minutes in but we're gonna we're gonna hint that rick says he has a hot take for a little bit a little bit long a little bit more into the episode if you don't like if here's the thing, <laughs> if he's like, you, I don't know if I can hold this in. Yeah. No, 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 no. I want to tease either. it. I want to tease it. I want to tease it with this. If you love, if you love Anthony Bourdain, if you idolize Anthony Bourdain, and you hate me, you're gonna hate me even more. You're, so stay tuned, baby. If you love Anthony Bourdain and you hate me, this is the episode for you, buddy. <laughs> we got something in store. I'm gonna give you all the reasons. We're going to get so many emails. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I've, I've told this story so many times on the podcast just because it makes me laugh. Every time I give the email address for the podcast at the end, it's bingepodcast918 at gmail.com. I give it every time. And so I get emails from people that listen to the show. And one of them, the subject was, fuck you. And I go, all right. So I, I, one. So I clicked it, and then in the body it said, fuck you. I was like, oh, he got me twice. <laughs> That's a genius email. I was like, god damn it. I didn't reply or anything. I was just like, you know what? He said what he needed to say. There you, you know go. what? You should have just replied, fuck you. <laughs> it says, fuck you in the subject, and then fuck you twice in the body of the email. Yeah. But, yeah. I just might. No, we got an, I, we actually got an email not too long ago, and it was saying that our this podcast is number 154 in uh, New Zealand. Oh, nice. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know what to do with that information. Like, do we do we call New Zealand? Like, hey, do you want to sponsor a few episodes? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Hello, folks down under. I'm, I'm, you're, Can you're I doing, invite you to Are you doing British right now? Podcast? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm great. Like I'm horrible worst, at accents. <laughs> the worst Kiwi I, I love the, the commitment, though. He's like, nah, I'm not good at it, but I'm going I'm for it. I'm going to go for it, yeah. <laughs> Somewhere Peter Jackson is listening to this podcast going, I'm out. I'm <laughs> this is I wanted horse to shit. stay for the Anthony Bourdain thing, but fuck. <laughs> I was going to sponsor that podcast, but then they had that asshole on there. <laughs> <laughs> By the end of it, they're all drunk. It was nuts. But like, yeah, no, I, I got that. Yeah, right. <laughs> I showed up that way. What are you talking about? Have, let me ask I was wondering this. why you got out of an Uber. <laughs> have, 
if you if you thought about you have a lot of stuff on memorabilia from from your comedy stuff, have you thought about framing that email? Just printing it off and, yeah, and sure, absolutely. That's like like so. I don't know. His, he, he inadvertently became a pretty big part of the podcast. So <laughs> that's. <laughs> Do you know Toby Morton? Do you, did you? Was that before? It's probably before your time. Toby Morton. Toby Morton. Yeah, I don't think he so. He was a comedy parlor guy. He used to write on South Park. He had a show called. Oh that's My yeah, Bush. you guys. I remember and, like uh, being told about him. Yeah, yeah. Toby is a hilarious dude. He lives here in Tulsa. I don't. I can't remember why he landed here, uh, but he wrote the episode with Tom Cruise where the South Park episode where he was jumping on the couch and all yeah. that stuff. And in his office, he has a cease and assist letter from Tom Cruise's <laughs> lawyer. And it's his most prized possession. Like I feel like it would be mine. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like you need to put the fuck, fuck you email up on the wall like as a... I feel like that's an accomplishment. I'm a, a, a memorial of just kind of like, yeah. ah, you remember when people gave a shit about what I was doing? Buy a, like, <laughs> buy a great looking frame. Right. And, then, and people are like, oh, what's this? A to letter the, from... To the point there's like, there's almost calligraphy in the frame <laughs> right. and shit like that. Yes, and then they land and go, is this a fucking printout of an email? It's no, like, it's a printout of the email. Yeah. <laughs> so every single one of your guests is like, oh, it, that show and that show and... What's this, a letter from the president? Oh, no, it just says, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> if I got a letter from the president, I don't know if it would need to be framed. It would probably be something about, like, hey, quit talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, like, yeah, no, it was funny because every once in a while I'll look at these flyers and everything. And um, some of them I'm just kind of like, I'll look and I'll go. Yeah, they're not doing comedy anymore. They're not doing comedy yeah, anymore. I have like, so many pictures of people that are not in the, the scene anymore. The yeah. they're not, and it's not even just the scene. It's just the fact that, like, like I don't even think that one to bottom left or top right. Terrell Norton? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Terrell Norton, that piece of shit. God damn, I'm glad he's dead. Uh, that's <laughs> but no, I don't think, like, Sarah Panther and I don't think Laura Christian are... I don't think either don't of them are doing so. comedy anymore. But even funnier was just that show was just utter chaos. Was it? Oh yeah. god, it was it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the uh I my office before it burned down, I used to have all my the shows that I produced and shows that I was on just like this and I had one that uh I looked at it and I was like if CR was on it, uh it was um uh it was a great poster. Uh, it was a great show. It was me, Michael Mann, CR, um, Landry Miller was like just in the scene. He had just Brand, been on, We would and, call uh, him the, the baby face comic, but yeah. he's always been baby face. And, and what's <laughs> weird about it is I would look up at it and I, and I actually, I saved one of the posters, I was able to save one of the posters. Yeah. Um, and to look up at it and see that I had a child with one of the comedians on that. And I'm like, how fucking weird is that? Like, the you idea know? of going back and being like, hey, you want to hear how crazy the fucking future is? You see that name right there? Yeah. Fuck yeah. off. That's yeah. not happening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm going to show that to my daughter one of these days and be like, I wasn't banging your mom back then. <laughs> I wasn't banging her. I, I just, I love the me. idea of just like, you think that's, yeah. that's nostalgic for yeah. her. She's just, just kind of like, oh, gee, Pa, tell me more. <laughs> tell me about the show. Was CR good? <laughs> How did Michael Mann do? Did he break a foot? <laughs> I don't, do you know Michael Mann? I don't believe I do. Oh my oh. god! I think what's maniac. funny is that like I'm coming up on my seventh year of comedy, something like that, and there yeah. are still like comics that'll be like, "Hey, have you heard of this yeah. whatever?" And I'm like, "No." He lives yeah. in Mississippi now. He was an Oklahoma City guy, and he was 
Uh, he has what? What do you know? What he has? Well, whatever it was, he made no bones about it. Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's, it, a, it's a bone disease. He has like uh, ALS or something. And yeah. when he would come on stage, it was the creepiest shit. He played into it. Like if you were just hanging out, he was just Michael, you know. But <laughs> he, when he would go on stage, people were like, "This guy's gonna fucking die tonight." <laughs> and and we did a show one time at the comedy parlor, and Cr had this old ass rest in peace. Uh, he had this old ass uh, wheelchair. wheelchair and From Michael, Rocky Horror Picture Show day. Ah. Michael had literally broken his leg, and he's like, I can't do the show. And I was like, yes, you can. I was like, have someone drive you up front. We'll drop, just drop you off. Listen, you might not be committed to this, but yeah. I'm going to make you be and, committed to this. <laughs> and and we, we played, uh, We play, his intro music was that, that like the devil music, where it was like, oh, 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 yeah. oh, oh. And Uncle Gary pushed him on stage very, very hard. Very like, just, slowly. Yeah. And, and, and then he just looked at him, and he's like, looked at the mic like, are you not going to get the mic for me and he's oh, wow. like in the crowd just went nuts for it, it was <laughs> they loved it it was an awesome on the flip side we've had uh comedians in the scene that like really played up disabilities that you're just kind of like okay homie yeah. <laughs> let's go ahead and just dial it back a little yeah, bit i yeah. appreciate that about you all right no, i was hosting uh, a show in this particular comic we'll go ahead and leave his name out of it but you can probably guess who I'm talking about from the context of the story. We need but names. I, uh, I, was, I was like, all right. So uh, he goes, hey, can you lead me to the stage? And I go, okay. <laughs> so I held my arm out and he fucking, you know, got him up there. And then he goes, hey, how's it going? I'm blind. And it was just kind of like, no, dude, at the end of the show, you put that mic directly back in the stand. You walked off stage, no problem. Uh, I feel and like you drove brain, home, and, and then drove the fuck went... home. <laughs> like if that's not hey. horrifying to someone that doesn't know that you've just been playing this up. Yeah. Like, first of all, here's the thing: I was very nervous to do a show with you. <laughs> so when I asked you to leave me the stage, I just wanted to be closer to you. God damn! <laughs> Hold my goddamn hand, man. Fine. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, no, oh, you don't man. drive home from shows. You take Ubers like a smart man. Dude, I, oh, uh, man. I am not a smart man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get home and Brittany will be like, how was the show? And I'm like, I fucking killed it. That's it. <laughs> what's, a, what's a show? I haven't done one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you retire? 20 years. Did you retire again? You know, <laughs> I don't you know, know. It has been a while since he's retired. <laughs> I, I retired from retiring. Yes. Yes. You don't even it's count your name. comedy career in Tulsa by the years. You're just like, how many times has Rick Shaw retired? Retired in your tenure in your tenure. I don't know, like three or four. I think he's up to about three or four now. Oh, wow, so you, so he's been, been around in like six years. Yes, yeah. the, many uh, moons. The, I used to. So in high school and college, I was in bands. I played bass in bands, and I quit every other. I'll just be like every practice and be like, "Fuck this, I'm out of here." Oh, so this has been like an ongoing, oh, ongoing thing. I'm, okay, I am. I am. It, it all started in T-ball. <laughs> My dad was like, "If you don't like that shit, you." Quit. <laughs> and I applied that to everything in my life. <laughs> Jobs. I cannot wait for the movie. You know what I mean? Like this is yeah. yeah. The inspirational story. Of you Rick name Shaw. it, I'll quit it. <laughs> Hit it and quit it. Rick Shaw story. <laughs> Ain't nothing too good for me to not quit. <laughs> it's actually T ball is what he's hitting, but like everyone's <laughs> yeah. like, Alright, let's watch this sex movie. <laughs> oh no, it's a child of the T ball bat. No, yeah. <laughs> With the theme song from Mark Anthony's hitter, quit it. It's a little too inside baseball, but oh my god, no! I so I the reason I thought I was I got it really excited when we settled on uh, no reservations uh-huh. is because holy fuck, 
That show, he went everywhere. Oh, yeah. He did. Oh, yeah. He went, like, the very first episode was Paris. Mm-hmm. And at the, the very beginning, he's just like, it's, it's like black and white. You know, you're hearing like moody French music. He goes, if uh, I had my choice, this is what the show would be like. And then it cuts to color and he goes, but we're on fucking TV. So here we go. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, oh, I, he pissed off a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Oh, he yeah. had a travel channel, or not travel channel, he had a Food Network show lined up, Yeah, but then they were like, hey, we want you to be kind of more upbeat and bubbly, and he essentially, from what I understand, basically told them to go fuck themselves, and they well, go, we, we're the Food Network, no one fucks us, we fuck you! Like that's, they, <laughs> yeah. basically, they basically told him what his opinion was going to be. Right. And he was like, no, I don't do that. That's I, not my thing. If I think it's bullshit, I think it's bullshit, and I'm Right, I'm going to tell people about it, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, he did for however long. And then oh, even yeah. funnier was that he had to go and do... He goes, okay, this is no more. We're not doing no reservations anymore. And he started other shows. And, essentially, it was because of the same thing where they were like, well, you're starting to get big now, so maybe we do this, that, or the other. And he goes, again, for the cheap seats, <laughs> yeah. go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> have you have you ever read Kitchen Com- Confidential? <laughs> have I read have Kitchen? It? Yeah, fuck yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you read It's books. out in my living room, man. It's like, yeah, <laughs> There's a bookcase right behind him. <laughs> you know what? That's bullshit. I've got props. a shit ton of books at home. I haven't read one of them. I say, there's not a crease in any one of those spines. <laughs> I literally I'm actually like... very OCD about the spines of my books. I'm just like, I'll be reading going, okay, hold on. <laughs> I go buy books and be like, people, will this make people think I'm smart? Right. Like, uh, what is it? John Waters said, uh, if you go to their house and they don't have any books, don't fuck them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I have lived my life by this. That's <laughs> We have yeah we have a bookcase out in the living room that's pretty much full and then that one's filling up real fucking fast. So, so you've read Kitchen Confidential? I have. What did you think? I mean, you worked. In I kitchens. loved it. I yeah. really because it was like all the things that I okay. The, this was before the bear, right? So yeah. like nothing in movies or shows got it right. Every single time it was just kind of like okay, like no, that's not what kitchens are like. I have not seen one guy like walk in nursing a hangover. You know, I've yeah. not seen one guy excuse himself to the bathroom, and then when he came out, he was in a much better mood. Yeah. You know, shit right. like that. Right. And so it was just kind of like, no. But then, like, the bear is... I mean, even the bear hasn't quite nailed it, as far as, like, truly kitchens. Like, he was, like, high-end, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. gourmet and all that. I'm like, show me the fucking, like... I, if you, are you watching <laughs> season two? Season I haven't season? watched it yet. So, I, I'm waiting until it's all done, and then I'm just going to binge it. Can I Because, just, you know, I have a show. Can I, I give a, started it. Can I give you a spoiler alert that is... One of the realest you ruin the show thing. for me. It won't ruin the show. It won't ruin the show. Because you, you're going to be like... As, as someone what happened to Rick in, Shaw? Terrell broke his fucking jaw. That's as it. someone that's worked in kitchens, you're like, oh, I just knew that was going to show up on the bear. Right. There's a scene where he has to fire... Someone has to fire uh, one of the employees because yeah. they're out back smoking crack. <laughs> and like, yep, that's that real. tracks. That that's tracks. Real. Like, yeah. you, I, we never, had a guy that we were working with and he was we called him Junkie Mike. Yeah. Because he was a fucking junkie. Yeah. So, like, the, the shift would start to kind of dribble down, you know, now it's time to start cleaning, and he'd go, hey, I'm going to hit the bathroom real quick. He would shoot up and then come back, clean his fucking station, and then be like, all right, see ya. Nobody gave a shit because he cleaned his fucking station. Right, like, exactly. No one yeah. fucking cared. Everyone's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, go for it, bud. Like, as he's leaving, he's just kind of nodding off. He's like, eh. No, even funnier, I ran yeah. into one he of the... Uh, that one about right. <laughs> yeah, he goes, well, we close in about an hour, so uh, I'll be right back. <laughs> but uh, I ran into one of the coworkers that I had with Junkie Mike, and we were talking about him, and I was like, man, I haven't heard from him in a long time. And he goes, yeah, me neither. And then we're just kind of sitting there, and I was like, 
He's fucking dead, isn't he? <laughs> like, he's, that guy's probably fucking dead. <laughs> well, look him up on Facebook. Uh, is that J U N G Y? No, it was a G. He was a he was a pretentious tool. Let's, <laughs> he only did farm to table narcotics. Like that's, <laughs> I had to fire somebody one time, and and I I am like I get it, man. Like everybody's got their own thing to to get through service or whatever. Right. And I'm like, but when you're waiting tables and this you, is mine. you <laughs> leave your weed pipe on a table with a customer, dude, you can't do that. We had That's a server uh, go, all right, it looked perfect the whole time, like got the order correct. Even like was just, oh my God, it's your anniversary. Oh my God, happy anniversary. Yeah. Like had this whole thing. And then the check comes and she goes, all right, there you are. You guys have a great night. About 10 minutes go by. They're still at the table and they wave her down. She goes, what? And they go, I don't think we can sign or check with this. It was a fucking weed pen <laughs> that she handed them. And they were just kind of like, they were appalled. Like, That's they were just kind funny. of like, you druggy," which yeah. is my favorite thing to be called ever. Because yeah. it just tells me two things immediately. One, you're lame. And two, yeah. you've never done drugs in your life. <laughs> I, heard a, I heard one that I'm shocked that I've never heard before. Yeah. A friend of mine told me that, that a waitress the other night. They were at a table, and they knew that the owner of this restaurant is a restaurant chain here in Tulsa. Um, was like sitting at the next table. This waitress came over. She took a drink to one table. The lady took a drink out of it, and the waitress turned back around. I was like, "Sorry, that's not your drink." Grabbed the drink, handed it to the owner oh, no. of the restaurant, <laughs> and like all three tables just were like. Did we just fucking see that happen? <laughs> and she just went on, and I was like, "That's like a first. I'm not, I mean, you would think that happened. Could you before. could you imagine if like that were to happen to someone like Anthony Bourdain? Like they just oh, it's yeah. like uh, he always uh, advocated for Negronis. So imagine like they hand it off to this woman. She takes a drink, and they goes, "Oh, here you go, Anthony. Sorry about that." And he's just, "What in the what fuck, in the did, fuck? You did you just do?" Like, I am going back to my <laughs> hotel room and killing myself. That's going to happen answer. now. Uh, are you? I used to, to, if we're talking celebrity chefs, I'm going to drop names here. Uh, Do it. Way back in the day, so my, my parents used to live in South Carolina, and I went out there to visit them one year, and my dad's like, we got to drive down to Savannah, Georgia. I'm going to take you to the best place you've ever ate in your life. <laughs> and I was like, sure, okay, let's that, go. Is that, and we, is that what your dad we, sounds we, like? <laughs> well, not now. In your life. Now, now he's dead. But, uh, now he's, he's not making much noise now. At all. No, 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 no. He's like, boo. <laughs> I, I, I always love doing the thing where someone's like, yeah, I got to go see my mom. I'm like, ooh, I've got a mom. Oh, Fucking show fancy. off. <laughs> but now my dad's like, he's like, yeah, I'm going to take you down into this place. And we walk, uh, it's like downtown Savannah. And there's a huge fucking line. We bypass the line. My dad worked for Stucky's Candy Company. And we bypass the line. And he has Ooh, a pecan. Oh, I didn't know we were bragging. Pecan okay. log roll. <laughs> he has a pecan log roll. And the guy's like, hey, Stucky Man's here. And we, like, get ushered into the restaurant before, oh, that's rad. before it's open. And, <laughs> and we walk all the way back. And I hear this lady. She's like, oh, Stucky Man's here. <laughs> and at that table... Set this white-haired lady, <laughs> chain-smoking Virginia Slims, and her name was Paula Dean. Oh, wow. And my dad and her just would sit and smoke cigarettes <laughs> and talk about how they could clog their fucking arteries. Right, like, no wonder she and, puts yeah. so much salt and butter on oh, everything. Dude. She's just chain-smoking oh, cigarettes. Yeah. Just yeah. no flavor. 
Nothing. No, no nothing. Just, it was all <laughs> fucking Virginia Slims just chain-smoking those bad boys. I always love it, too, when you find out certain things about, like, Food Network stars. Because, like, like we were talking about, like, Guy Fieri's kind of, like, people are kind of over him right now because uh, apparently they took pictures of him, like, basically kissing Trump's ass. Oh, And really? so people were just kind of like, okay, Guy. We okay, see, guy, we see get what, in there a little bit you more. Yeah. Up, use a little tongue. <laughs> You're the best at this guy. Yeah. Great. <laughs> but, like, yeah, like, different things, though, you find out. Like, apparently he's also a huge, like, cigar aficionado. Oh, no. And, like, I loves... Dumbass hobby. <laughs> oh, that, is, that is a spectacular hobby right there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everything's going to kill us. Might as well find something that find you enjoy. It. Find <laughs> what you love, let it kill you. Between Just... cigars and whiskey, I can't taste anything anymore. So I'm good. <laughs> Everything tastes delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Who else is a shit heel on the food network? Fucking Bobby Flay. I hate Bobby Flay. Yeah. I don't I don't even know anything about the man. I just hate him. I heard he <laughs> well, that show beat Bobby Flay. He showed his ass a lot. I really wanted to beat his ass. I like, wish, that's, that's what we should do is like somehow get you on beat Bobby Flay and like right instead of you start cooking, you yeah, just drop just like, your knives and go over and beat the fucking shit out of him. Just like, hey, what's that roll of dimes for? And I just hold it while I'm just beating the shit out of him. Uh, I'm not sure about this, but Chef Norton has a pair of brass knuckles okay, out so of his knife bag. After beat Bobby Flay, we've got Street Fight with Chef Terrell Norton coming up next. All right. Well, apparently, I, I don't. I don't know if this is true or not and i mean i'm i know that this is a big industry podcast where people listen oh yeah but i heard that bobby fillet broke up jada de Laurentiis's marriage like i have two no <laughs> doubt about, i don't know what it is about the guy i just i saw him the first time and everyone's like this guy's a great chef yeah i like, couldn't be he was a redhead he was a <laughs> hey fuck off <laughs> Asshole. Uh, is it? <laughs> but like it was just, it was just like his the comment, his face and his voice. I was just kind of like, I just want to kick the shit out of you. I don't know why. I don't yeah. know why. It's just he was just one of those guys I saw, and I was just like, I just want to beat the brakes off you, dude. Like I, I like, I like Alton Brown. He seems like he. I love cool Alton Brown. Alton uh, is amazing. Alton. So, I've seen him live twice. Were you with us? When no, we were I didn't get to see him live with you. He's cool. I like him. Uh, Tyler Florence is all right. I, I enjoy Tyler Florence. Um, he is another one though that like when he had his cooking show, I was just kind of looking at his co- his kitchen and I go, "Let me guess, you're super close with your mom? <laughs> Fuck off!" Like, <laughs> let me guess, she bought your knives. For yeah, you. cool. Fuck. She put here. you through culinary school. But like, yeah, there's certain ones like like apparently Alton Brown. Uh, now this might just be rumor, but I'm hoping it's true. Is really into like BDSM. Really? Yeah. That seems, that seems that like a trap. Like it was no, it was just one of those like I, I kind of heard it, and then I would be watching shows and stuff like that. So one of the ones was what was that the Cutthroat Kitchen or whatever? Yeah. Where it's yeah. Like, so one of a one of the things was hey, so you have to wear this spreader bar now, <laughs> and it was just kind of like, did you bring that from home, Daddy? Yeah. Is that what the fuck just happened? <laughs> Fucking holy shit! <laughs> did you pull that out of your butt? <laughs> I do know that he carries a uh, he carries a small grater. And a, a thing because it a microplane and a um and a uh, Jesus why am I dropping nutmeg nutmeg he carries nutmeg with him at all times which yep. is I so he can make Malcolm X tea I don't understand yeah. <laughs> I I started putting nutmeg on just about everything and nutmeg is fucking it changed my life man so well no like there are certain because I'm a I'm a bartender by trade right now and so you know because this podcast isn't paying my bills yet shout out to anyone that wants to sponsor us uh but like so I'm a down under <laughs> <laughs> Peter Jackson food network listen Peter I need you to call me uh, um, but like every once in a while someone will come through and they'll ask for like a painkiller or something like that and I'll go I don't have nutmeg 
And they go, well, you can make it without it. I go, excuse me. No, you can't. No, the fuck I can't. You want a cheeseburger without cheese, you fuck? Like, exactly. that's. <laughs> I can drive my car without wheels, but I'm not going. That sure as fuck helps. <laughs> People are going to look at me weird. <laughs> I have integrity at this TGI Fridays. <laughs> Dude, the first time. I don't know where you work, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's actually the airport chilies. That's it. <laughs> Good gig. I did what? actually find out that someone that I helped get fired from my job. Yeah. Uh, apparently was bragging to someone when she ran into them and she was like yeah this job way better and they were like yeah where do you work she goes Chili's in the airport nice. and they were just like okay where, where <laughs> they don't even let you pour drinks you have to use that thing yeah, you that got it little... for you yeah that's fucking crazy no I remember the first time I I don't actually... even know if you're talking into the right part of the mic I believe I am at this point there we go I think you're just too far uh, away was I too yeah, far away okay. sorry I, I was getting relaxed I that's yeah. back a little bit stop that <laughs> How dare you? In my own home. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first time I ever actually microplaned nutmeg. I had used nutmeg for years. I used it as a seasoning on everything. Yeah. But the first time I ever actually took a actual nutmeg and microplaned it and used that, it was a world of difference. That yeah. shit they sell in the can is not nutmeg. No. Holy mackerel. Like, it's no. just, no, no. Not even close. If you want something, like, with nutmeg in it, like, you, you do need to. Oh, like, yeah. Like, I hate it whenever, you know, you'll you'll talk to somebody. Like, okay, I love Evan Hughes to death, but whenever he told me he's never cooked before, I'm just kind of like, <laughs> okay, Evan, street fight. You and I outside. Let's go. I'm going to beat the brakes off you, Bill and I. Let's go. Like, that's. <laughs> I love that when Evan Evan gets excited about food because he's a guy. I mean, for a year he didn't. He almost didn't eat. He almost died. I don't know if y'all. Jesus, know that I did not know that. Um, but I'm still going to kick his ass. Excited <laughs> about food. Yeah, it's fucking really good food. Like, yeah. The first time I'll never forget, we went to to the shrine to see. Uh, Paul Wall and Mike Jones. It was like a private event. Mike Jones! Mike Jones! <laughs> the only rapper to ever give out his full phone number. Smart, smart, Bill. Um, so do I need to call wait. your agent? No, you need to listen to my fucking music. That's yeah. Yeah, you I'm mean, dial one nine hundred eight. mix a lot is not an actual phone number? I don't know. It might uh, be. We can call it right now. I don't give a shit. That's it. <laughs> Um, but like I walked into this show and he's like, you, you, you gotta come over here. And I'm like, what? And he's like, they've got some Korean Philly cheesesteaks. And that's the first night I met Korean yeah, Philly cheesesteaks. It's the first night I met uh, Nick Corcoran, who was, was just uh, opened high dive. Right. And I was like, these can't be that good. Cause Evan, like, I, I didn't think he ate at the time and right. went over there and I was like, holy shit. Now we're talking about good. the same guy too, that he just opened that alley cat ranch, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because yes. like, yeah. I still haven't eaten there. Oh, God. And it is oh, one man. of those things that it's like every time me and the old lady are like, Hey, yo, let's go get something to eat it doesn't cross my mind or he's already closed yeah right and i'm just like fuck nick's nick's work with barbecue is amazing oh i remember uh fucking high dive that's where that fucking chaos show was held oh, was that was that high dive yeah, and one uh, that i didn't show up at. yeah <laughs> no. yeah i'm pretty sure lauren was just kind of like and i think rick was supposed to be here but i don't think he is all right yeah but uh it was but man that Food was fucking phenomenal. Oh yeah, Nick Nick does an unbelievably good job with barbecue. I might have to try and get him on the on the podcast. He's even dialing in more now over at Alley Cat Ranch and and because uh, it's his spot, right? Well, it's kind of his spot. It's owned by the people that own Nolas and Kilkenny's and all that group. But uh, basically, it's, like it's his food. Like it's his. 
Yeah. His go-tos and all that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, Brett, the guy that owns... uh, Oh, um, I've worked for him. Okay, yeah. Yeah. uh, (laughs) This is Tulsa, and I work in kitchens and bars. I've worked for him. He gave him free range, you know, because he went over and tried high dive and was like... He he hired him at the end of high dive and, and, you know, gave him free range to do what he's he's doing, and he's doing a great job of it. Hell yeah. Dude, I... I have not seen a negative review of that place. Not one. And it, that's saying something in Tulsa, because everyone thinks they're fucking foodies in this town. No yeah. And they'll be like, well, that's not the way I would have done it. It's like, I bet if I would go to your kitchen, you don't have a single fucking pot in there, you piece exactly. of shit. Like, fuck, get the fuck out of my face, but that's not how I would have done it. That's the bad thing about Food Network, is now everybody's a Everybody. food critic. Yeah. Yelp and Food Network have ruined food. Co- oh, it's God, It's made yes. it better, and it's made it worse. Yeah. Although, so, I, I will say the, the uh, advice that I got concerning Yelp is that, like, if you go on Yelp and you're looking for like bomb ass food, don't go to the five star place. No, that's yeah. that's no, gonna no, be no. that's gonna be white people food. Right. Yeah. Go to the place Middle that's got the like road, three crap. stars and especially the ones that have like the one star review that like they typed it out of just kind of like I felt very uncomfortable yeah. and all that. It's like this is gonna be the best fucking food I've ever had. Like, right. <laughs> yeah, I want a three star review restaurant where all of the reviews are fives or ones. Right. Nothing nothing between. in between. If, nothing. Have you ever heard that T J Miller bit where he goes, uh he goes, you talk about somebody that got in a little bit of trouble. Though, right? he, goes, <laughs> he goes, bad reviews. He's like, you can tell when they're just too, like, they're not a bad review. They're just people trying to get their personal shit out. Right. And they're like, this Chili's was fucking horrible. Ever since I got divorced, it hasn't been the same. <laughs> which is a funny bit. I, nope. what, what did TJ Miller do? What did, did I don't happen? remember. I, oh, I don't he's like, in trouble. So though? now I'm just. He was I'm, part I'm, of that I'm, cancel culture thing. Everybody me too. Canceled. Yeah. Well, well, the I, Me Too ones were always kind of like, oh, not that one. Can I admit but something? Oh, yeah. well, please don't do this on my podcast. <laughs> oh, oh, come on. Come I'm on. dropping all kinds of bombs, baby. I hate Anthony Bourdain, and I'm going to tell something that gets me canceled. No, no, no. I, I went back the other day. I was going. I was listening to podcasts of Mark Marin's uh, WTF, and I was like, I was like, I'm gonna. I, I drive a lot for for my day job, and I was like, just looking for stuff to listen to, and I was like. I don't think I ever listened to this Ryan Adams episode. Oh, shit. And I was like, do I listen to this? And I went back and I was like, you know what? Fuck, fuck it. it. Let's see. Let's listen to see if there was any hint right. of what he would be- uh, later become. And, and which so, sucks so bad. It sucks. I like Ryan Adams. Okay, <laughs> I went, I, I'm out of the loop on this one. What happened okay, to Ryan so, Adams? So <laughs> Ryan Adams, singer-songwriter that, that was... Yeah, you know, I, could do the, no wrong. That big one was a uh, "Come Pick Me Up." The, I kind of know who up. he is because I kept confusing him with Brian Adams. Yeah, no, oh, I, my buddy did that, and he goes, "You listen to Brian Adams?" I go, "Ryan Adams, <laughs> yeah. you fuck." I was like, but I listen to Brian Adams. I don't give a fuck. My buddy goes, what's your guilty pleasure? I'm like, I'm a grown man. I don't have guilty pleasures. I just have shit that I like. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I, I, I saw a Ryan Adams show one time when this guy goes, Summer 69! Oh. Ryan, Ryan put down his fucking guitar, jumped off stage, took like a wad of money out of his pocket, and he goes, is this how much you paid for your ticket? And threw it at the guy. And he goes, get the fuck out. And everybody cheered as like this dude fucking left. <laughs> Stage. But I think I think my favorite trend right now is just artists stopping shows. Yeah. And just being like, you know, whether it's a fight or whether it's like somebody's kind of being inappropriate with a right. woman or something like that. Yeah. They'll stop the fucking show. Can you imagine being that guy that it's like, yeah, well, one time Adele said I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. So uh <laughs> Pretty much got it all figured out. <laughs> but, but so I did. I went back and listened to it, and it didn't seem like there was anything there. And so I was like, 
is it okay to listen to his music again? And then I was like, started reading it, and it was like, I guess the FBI found that there was no because he was accused of talking to an underage girl. Yeah. Well, he specifically, I guess, like I got, I went down a whole, whole dude. Wormhole sometimes you got to do your own investigation. And <laughs> and it basically came up to the fact that like the FBI was like, he asked this girl like twenty times, like, show me your driver's license, right. let me know your. She was like, no, 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 I'm eighteen. I'm no, it's 18. fine. That's fine. And and now, granted, he was married to Mandy Moore when he was doing all this. So right. Yes, is he, he a piece was, of shit? He was still a piece Absolutely. of shit, but just a different kind. Absolutely. Just a different Did shade of shit. Nobody remember Winger? Winger? Yeah, she's, she's only, only 17. 17. Yeah. <laughs> Ted Nugent? She's too young, but she's old enough for me. Fucking yeah. Ted Nugent adopted. Adopted a kid. Just because he couldn't marry her. Yeah. And I was like, how do you not see that that's a problem? Yeah. <laughs> who, who is the, uh, who's the comic director that adopted a kid and then married her? Um, oh, was that Woody Allen? Woody Allen. Yeah, Woody Allen. Yeah. Yeah. Woody Allen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Raised her from a baby and then married her. That's so I just, disgusting. And maybe, <laughs> this, maybe this isn't a question to ask a room full of dudes, but I'm like, at what point do we start like coming back and being like, you know what, Ryan Adams, we'll listen to your music again. <laughs> I will say this. I did listen to... Yeah, well, after that, we'll go ahead and listen to Chris he, D'Elia again. Right, yeah, why not? No, fucking no, hell. Fuck, no, I didn't <laughs> like him before. I didn't fucking like <laughs> it before. Anybody that it's like, hey, he got famous because Justin Bieber liked him. I'm like, I don't fucking care. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> I fuck that guy. I don't fucking care if God himself I, comes down. I will say the one thing that I did enjoy that he did was that drunk girl bit where he, he nailed that voice, yeah. but it was just the voice. Like Everything else was pretty much garbage. I'll never like, forget. We used to have a podcast way back in the day and uh there's a guy named mr showtime uh that was mr on the showtime first comic i ever yes, opened mr for. showtime what's his actual <laughs> name it's like david something yeah he's uh, he used to go by every the, fucking time you motherfuckers have a goddamn stage name it's because your first name is just this generic white guy fucking name <laughs> and that right john that's that right that is right that's right <laughs> But mine ha- mine's got some layers to it. It does. Um, but no, his name is David. David David Scott. David Scott, and he was the Midnight Swinger when I opened up for him. And then he wow. became the Mr. Showtime or right. whatever. He does this whole bit where like he ends up in kiss boots, and it's a thing. It's a oh, very Jesus. big act. He was on our it's podcast. It's a closing bit. Oh, okay, it's, gotcha. It's, it's his closer. It's, he, a, it's a big thing. He, he was on our podcast, and uh, I... In, uh, Chris D'Elia came up and I was like fuck that hack I was like that guy's a piece of shit I was like he's not funny blah blah and he goes and 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 Mr. Showtime Swinger was like uh, he goes I'll tell Rick D'Elia when I see him tomorrow <laughs> who is Chris's brother Chris who's right. also a comedian yeah. and I was like I really hope that gets back to him and I really Chris, hope and then he's just kind of like I don't know who this Rick Shaw guy is but and I Chris fucking D'Elia, hate him yeah, like, he's <laughs> like I don't know who this no-name fucker is <laughs> in Tulsa, Oklahoma is. Oh, man. I love whenever, like, there's any... Because we've all been around for a little while. You two more than I have, but at the same time... Are you I, calling us old? Yeah. What's this? I think you just called us old fuck. Hey, I tell you what. You fill up this glass again, and I'll call you fucking ancient. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just know that, like, anytime there's any kind of beef, quote-unquote, in the Tulsa scene... I don't know about you guys, but I'm always the guy that I'm like... All right, I don't really fucking care. Do well, you do you have a show for me or not? Like that's... here's how it works: if there is beef in the scene, don't you say it. Rickshaw's at the don't heart of it. Say it. It's not true. And I'm Switzerland. Fake news. I haven't been in a beef in years. That's because I retired. On the flip side, he's had beef just today. <laughs> I, 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 I had beef today. I did. I did. I had a howdy burger for lunch. 
No, but like I, I love whenever I have comics, which I've had just comics so far for this season. So yeah. you know, after every episode, it's been nice to kind of be like, you know, hey, so how are things going? Like on your end, you know, all that shit. But like, it's really funny because I remember somebody coming up and this nobody comic that I'd never heard of apparently had beef with me. Oh yeah, and I was oh, just kind of best. like, wait, what? And I think it was <laughs> it was either Evan or so, somebody just told me about it, and I go, who? Yeah, and like, really. uh, yeah. They were just kind of like so and so. Yeah, they said the, that if they ever see you again, they're gonna kick your ass. And I go, first of all, yeah, right. When is their next show? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Oh no, 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 I'll drive there. No, no, I'm going. <laughs> no, I'll pay the cover. <laughs> I'll wear a sign out front. Going, I am the guy. I'll sell yeah. fucking tickets to the motherfucker. <laughs> like I'll be like, hey, supposedly there's a fight after this, <laughs> yeah. and I am on it. Like, it's, <laughs> it's never funnier than when, like you said, when they come and they're like, hey, uh, you know, Johnny St. James doesn't like you, and you're like. Who the fuck is Johnny Who the St. James? Why, why do I give a fuck? Like, I've never <laughs> fucking met this person. Yeah, what? and supposedly it was because I was talking shit about them, and I go, how can I talk shit about them? I don't, I don't know, know who, who the they fuck are. they are. So, you could, here's how. Here's because I've been there. I've been there. You have been at the heart of all of this, haven't you? Uh, <laughs> I've asked people, and I've been like, I don't fucking know them. How? And they were like, apparently you were at the bar, and you were kind of drunk, and they were doing their set. I do that. Like, Fuck this guy! <laughs> We're like, oh, this shit again? Boo. Oh, here's what we need: one more weed comic. <laughs> yeah, I, I did get on stage one time, and I was just like, "Yep, here he is, another white guy with a beard and yeah. hot takes on society." Yeah, All right. there you go. I like that you 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 talk badly about hat comics, and they took it personally. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I like to deliver my Yelp reviews in person. Yeah, <laughs> very Ron Swanson of you. Yeah. One star. <laughs> no, like back when back when blocking somebody meant you knew how to take a punch. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> hey, uh, what what is it? It's just kind of like, hey, uh, if you got a problem with me, text me. If you don't have my number, you don't know me well enough to have a fucking Fuck, problem yeah, with me. There you go. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. But like, I but I mean, it's just been a thing for me though for a long time that it's just kind of like if I don't like you, trust me, you'll know. Yeah, I'll I, let you know. My yeah. favorite, like, beef, my favorite beefs are the ones that you don't know you had, and then they show up like three years later. <laughs> this fucking piece I, of and, shit. <laughs> and I will, and I, I love this person. I'm gonna say their name. I love them to fucking death, <laughs> and we laugh about this now. Yeah, but Jeff Thomas, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Thomas, Thomas, Thomas Jeff was Thomas, like, Thomas, holy mackerel. Jeff Thomas was like, I, I said something to him like I was like two years into comedy, right. And we got into, oh, you know what? I can remember exactly what it was. I kept him from trying to get into a fight with Dan Fritchie. <laughs> Jeff was so drunk. And I was like, Jeff, you don't need this, buddy. <laughs> and what he remembers was me just talking shit to him. And then, yeah. and I was like, it was not how it went down. And like four years <laughs> later, I'm laying in bed and I get this text and it's like, hey, Go fuck yourself. And I was like, Jeff, what is the what is the deal? And like he just let it build up. Just the king of delayed reactions. I was <laughs> like, that is a long game. Right that is fucking impressive. And we talked it out and everything was good yeah. stuff. It was just one of those things where it was a misunderstanding, which is most fucking beef. Well, and I think what was funny too is that like I don't remember a hell of a lot of beefs happening around the time of like first shop open mic and things like that. It was mostly just kind oh, of it like was happening. Oh, it was happening, but it wasn't like, now these fuckers, they'll be like, I don't like that person. And it's just kind of like, all right, who fucking cares? Yeah. yeah. Like, I, who are you again? 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> I've the, been doing comedy for two years. Show me some respect. I'm like, I'll drown you in your fucking tears, bitch. I'll tell you the yeah. same like, thing I told Tom King. If you're still here in six months, I'll remember your name. <laughs> <laughs> I, and even funnier is now he's not. I know. Yeah, I like, I, sadly, I wish he were. I wish Tom he was. was. It's hysterical. I miss Tom. I miss Tom. At his wedding, uh, they were the the film, uh, the videographer, there it is. I was about to be say, I was about to say the film refer. The, uh, the film guy. <laughs> the film refer. Wow, this is good whiskey, CR. Uh, so <laughs> the, 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 the person carrying around a camera. Well, yeah. That's everybody. Well, so it was, it was like a, a group of us, uh, including like Josie Peacock yes. and a couple other people or whatever. And so the videographer comes over and just takes this like rolling on the table. And Josie just goes, who here has seen Tom naked? And everybody but my partner lifts their hands. I was, yeah. And they go, you saw Tom? I go, dude, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. I, don't- <laughs> I, got, I took Tom on uh, his first paid show. We went. We did a corporate gig. God, that's Fort so Gibson. that's so unnerving. Like whenever you're, it's your first one. You're like, I want to, I want to do a yeah. good job. I want to, yeah. you know, all the shit. And then, or on the flip side, you're like, well, I've made it. Yeah. <laughs> we went to we we did this corporate show out in Fort Gibson, and uh, it was it it was it at first it had a, like a little slow start to it because the corporate gig they're super uptight. But as soon as they started drinking, they were getting into it. Right. And then this was what <laughs> can my, confirm that is what works. Yeah. This is what my <laughs> my dear friend Valley Val was still alive by the time Valley went up. He just burned that fucking room to the oh, ground. Of course. And then at the end of it, uh, I was going to come out and Jerome Dabney was going to come out as Stevie Wonder because he used to do. Stevie Wonder impersonation. Wait, is this the one where we actually killed somebody? Jesus, this guy's <laughs> stepping on my fucking... This guy... Hey, uh... I just realized Is I this was the there. movie where, Ke- where Kevin Spacey's Kaiser says <laughs> Is this the movie Wait. where Bruce Willis is a ghost? Oh, 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 this is the one. <laughs> I just realized I was there. Sorry. So, Go ahead. <laughs> Back to the tape up about five seconds. Thunder. Hey, you, know what, you want to know about beefs? Yeah. <laughs> just fucking started one no, that's, yeah. That's why I started a they podcast. Screamed. I was like, I'm going to fuck people over. It's going to be fun. They We're starting sh- shit. They screamed from the back of the, the room that they're like, Fred's having a heart attack. And so we had to stop the show. Jesus. And I was like, first of all, nobody fucking steps on my closer. <laughs> CR. <laughs> no, we, we had to wait. And the guy was went off in the ambulance or whatever. And Tom's in the back like, is this normal? <laughs> is this a thing? The funniest thing is watching that because us comics don't really react that much. We're just kind of yeah. like, God damn it. All right, well, I'll wait to do my closer then. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, <laughs> and, and what was great about it is the lady came back there and she was like, look, she's like, because I quoted her low on what we should get paid because right. I was new at promoting. And she came back and it was a it was, it was was a thing for Cherokee Nation and which they've typically have money to burn and she oh, yeah. just she walked back and just gave me the biggest fucking bundle of cash and i looked over at tom <laughs> is this started, how much you paid for your fucking ticket <laughs> i started paying everybody and i gave tom like i want to say it was like 50 bucks and you would have thought i wrote him a check for the fucking a uh, 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 blank check just give in him, the key yeah. to the city <laughs> he was just like god dang that's my Tom King impersonation yeah, that's pretty good but, that's pretty accurate but the reason the reason I say all this is because to, to tie it back all right. back around we get in the car we're leaving and CR is like we're sitting there talking he says something and he's like and he says well you know what I'm talking about John and, and Tom's like 
what what'd you call him? And he's like, <laughs> John, his name's his name's not Rick Shaw. You thought his name was and, Rick and, uh, Shaw? And he's like, wait, 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 wait. And I go, Yeah, I go, my name is my name is John. It's like and I'll say this to everybody, because I mean you brought it up. My name is John Slower. Right. And and No, goes, I know that. He goes <laughs> He goes, uh I feel like I just found out Santa Claus isn't fucking real. <laughs> he's like, this is weird as shit. It's funny he looked at me when he said that. That's, yeah. yeah. And he's like, I feel like Santa Claus is not real and he's got just for men. <laughs> but, no, I, I took a, I, just to go off on a tangent real quick, um, I took a stage name because I worked for a corporate job. Yeah, yeah. And there was this lady... I fucking hate her guts still to this day. My first comedy beef. I told some friends at work that I had done an open mic. Right. And she would do anything to get people into the HR office and get them fired. Oh. It was a sales job. It was right. very competitive. So my boss at the time was like, uh, I did... I did seven shows before I ever invited anybody to come see me perform. Right. Because I didn't want fucking sympathy laugh. And you, you That's know, a pretty solid amount of shows. Bring your, yeah. sh- bring your shows. You got to push those a little further. Right. Because <laughs> your friends are going to see like four of them. And then they're like, we're not coming back. Right. Um, but. Yeah, after a while, your friends are just kind of like, no, no, I saw no, it. No, we, we I, get I saw it. you. We get it. We're good. Uh, Listen, I, it was one of the ones that I, I ended my set with uh, the anal story of the girl shitting on me. And after that, I was just kind of like, hey, so I've got this other show coming up. And they're like, we're good. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. We're good. No, no. Because you work in kitchens. They're like, we've seen that. Yeah, That's brother, we're, we're good. Like, you told us that story. <laughs> <laughs> so my boss at the time was like, he's like, take a fucking stage name. And my nickname was Rick Shaw. Because I threw a football in the back of a rickshaw one time, and I was like, "That guy stole my football! I'm stealing his fucking name!" And so my <laughs> friends just called me rickshaw. And then also, there's two other little like levels to it. Um, one, it's my dad's initials, and okay. my dad was my biggest influence in music and comedy and just life. Oh, go to dad! And, yeah, well, not anymore. <laughs> But uh, the other thing was I was like, that's a perfect fucking hack detector. Because any time, if you throw that out there and a comedian, their first reaction is, oh, you mean like, oh, can you give me a ride somewhere? Or they go with a Rick Shaw joke. Like like that I don't know what the fucking joke (laughs) is. Um, I'm like fucking hack i knew it you're gonna be i knew you you're were gonna be fucking so piece of fucking shit. this is gonna be fart jokes and fucking poop oh my god or memes week. that's the yeah, big one now oh yeah. uh, we won't say his name but that that one right there with the hat yeah. right there yeah. that fucking memes yeah just like dude i saw like i swear to god we were in the it was on a show with you actually uh, I think Shockingly. it was, uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, I think it was, uh, Smoke and Tonic or one of those shows. Smokes and Jokes. Smokes and Jokes. There we go. And, uh, it was a great show. Had a lot of fun. But that it's guy. It's coming up this Wednesday at Classic Cigars and Lounge hey, in downtown hey, Oklahoma. Plug, 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 plug. No, it's not really a plug. It's sold out. So, yeah. hey. He's like, I don't really have to tell you about <laughs> nah, it. I don't have to tell I you. I already made my oh, money. Look at that. <laughs> I gotta, go ahead. Continue I got a sold out show. Now no, that I've put out that I've got a sold out show. Go yeah, ahead. Good idea once a year. We were, uh, we were in the back of the room, me and uh, Trevor Carrion. We're both kind of like watching and just green sort of, bean, oh green bean, and fucking. Uh, <laughs> so we're sitting there just laughing and all that, but then like he tells this joke, and I get a tap tap tap, and I turn, and Trevor's got his phone out, and he's on Facebook, 
and it was the exact fucking meme oh. of the guy's oh. joke. Oh. And he just, he just points and he just goes, no fucking way. Dude. I was just like, okay. If I can tell you how many times I've seen that over the last 11 oh, some yeah. odd years yeah. that I've been doing this. I mean, it is it, it is rough not to it, like kind of like see a meme and be like, oh, that's a good idea for a joke. Sure. Well, in, but doing it word for word. Yeah. <laughs> right. Find, yeah, a, find a new twist on it. Yeah. That's the key. You can typically look at someone and be like, no, they took it. They took it. And then yeah. there's, there's other people where you're like, oh, that was just an accident. You know? Cause yeah. It's like, it's like the, the great Harris Whittles, uh, rest in peace, used to say, he's like, every joke you're about to make has been made by an 8th grader in Iowa already. Right. He's like, so throw that shit like a hand grenade and duck your head. <laughs> so. No, I, I just love, though, that it's like these are the kind of guys that'll be like, you know what? Show me some respect. It's like, I would, but without your internet well, connection, you have no material. <laughs> write some jokes and then we'll get back to me. But you talk about somebody that could, like, string some words together, just to bring it back to what we were talking about. Anthony uh, Bourdain. Anthony fucking Bourdain. Fuck oh, yeah, absolutely. You want to talk that... about a guy that could rope some other things together, like his neck? No, that was dark as fuck. Oh. <laughs> you went there. So you fucking... went there. I mean, we're sorry. Right. With that it. one line, we lost half bring, of our fucking bring audience. Bring it back like, around. Bring it back around. Bring no, back he just, around. I just, man, like, I, Kitchen Confidential, his, like, articles that he's written, or even just yeah. the narration on yeah, No just, Reservations was fucking his solid. Pers- his personality was naturally dark. He was a dark dude. He really was, and I loved that about him. I did too. That now, he was not some happy-go-lucky TV chef. Because every fucking time, every sh- actual chef is sitting there watching those chefs that are just like, "Hey, how's it going?" And you're like, "I would have fucking hated working with you." I oh yeah, know it absolutely. absolutely. All right. So now for devil's fucking advocate, Rick. <laughs> first of all, I'm not the first person to take this. Uh, not take this. Point. You're, no one ever is the first person to Shane take any. Shane Torres. Stance. If you haven't heard Shane. Torres is big. He looks uh, like he's mean to dogs. If, like, yeah. <laughs> if you've never heard Shane Torres is big, I've worked it. with Shane Torres. You, Guy, sir, are no Shane Torres. Guy Fieri. I love it when uh, he mentions, he goes, Guy Fieri looks like he'd be in the foxhole just saying clever shit, throwing grenade, like, welcome to Flavor Town, and then just chucking a fucking grenade. One of the absolute fucking best bits ever, man. I love really when he, is. at one point, he goes, no, no, this is still going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What did Guy Fieri ever do to anybody? Well, like I said, now uh, well, apparently, yeah, apparently. yeah. But, well, no, like so. Jack White called out everybody that was at that UFC event. Oh uh, yeah. So Joe Rogan, Guy Fieri, uh, a couple other guys, like went up and started kind of like kissing Trump's ass and just like shaking his hand and all that. And so Jack White got to social media and was just kind of like, "Hey, so fuck you." Fuck you and fuck you for promoting this sexist, homophobic piece of shit. And then, like, he goes, "By the way, this isn't a discussion. This is my opinion." Right. Goodbye. Like, yeah. it was. It was one of those. Like, yeah, you can you can try and come back to me, but I'm Jack fucking White. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, there's nothing that man can't do. You know, I. But it's like Jack White. If you're like, let's put you in front of Trump. And see what you would actually do. Uh, let's be real here. We're talking about Jack White. He would have done exactly what he wanted all of them I, he to may, do. He may have. He may not. He may just be like, yeah, whatever, dude. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Get the fuck out. out of my face. Like, but, yeah. yeah. So, but, so <laughs> go, going back we, to We went to the UFC. It was huge. It was huge. <laughs> it was yeah. huge. Two guys punching each other. I used to punch people all the time. With my tiny baby hands. <laughs> I used to punch people. And they'd be like, stop punching me in the belly button. And I'd say, well, that's the only place I can punch you. It's good. Uh, <laughs> 
So uh, it's like he's here. It's almost <laughs> like he's really here. I got a coffee cup for Father's Day that that it, when you pick it up, it says shit from Trump, and it goes, "I love you, Dad." You're the greatest, <laughs> and I hate Trump, but I love that fucking coffee. <laughs> he likes um, when people lie to him. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I love you, Dad. Um, he's just a, he's a walking joke. To he be honest. is like, like the things that came out of his mouth. You're just kind of like, does he does he know? I, you Dude, know like, is this a bit? Like, <laughs> I was thinking the other day. I was like, man, here the the thing about this is like it's devil's advocate with everything with me is. With Trump, you were always on the edge of your seat. Like you would wake up in the morning, and you'd be like, "Oh shit, what's going to go on today? Yeah, what the fuck? What or say what today? kind of shit are we going to get into?" No, was that John Mulaney had that bit about the horse in the hospital? And he goes, "The weirdest days were the days you didn't hear about the horse, the horse at all." all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then it was. A- but, and, and now, like, I was sitting there thinking the other day, I was like, I haven't thought about who the fucking president was, and. Like, couple years. I, ha- I had a theory about this, to be honest, that it was just kind of like under the Obama administration, we were all kind of spoiled. We didn't yeah. really have to keep tabs on him all the time because it was yeah. just kind of like, ah, he'll be all right. Yeah. He, he knows what he's doing. He's and then after eight years of that, yeah, he's, he's out front with a PBR and a fucking cool, man. Like, <laughs> nah, he's fucking nah. hanging out. No, 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 I got this. <laughs> but, like, then, whenever Trump was in office, it really was, like, every one of us were like, oh, right, we're supposed to be watching the news. Fuck. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was, you better be fucking alert. Hey, man. you need to be fucking on this. Well, that's what we, we, we need dips and, and, you know, ebbs and flows where it's, like, very exciting and then not exciting. Very yeah. exciting and not exciting. Well, and so. even better, too, is that it was just kind of, like, after the W administration, everyone was like, there's no way we can get a worse president. Right. And the Electoral College in and 2016 he, was like, hold my Adderall, yeah. and here we go. <laughs> hold like, on. That's... <laughs> hold on. But, like, I honestly think that if somebody like Anthony Bourdain were to run, it'd be kind of scary how much of a chance nice, they would have. Cool. Oh, nice, yeah. Nice bring that oh, I got you. Absolutely. I got you. This is my job. <laughs> so, no, I, I, I would somebody, not vote for Anthony Bourdain. We know how you feel. <laughs> I, think, I think if somebody dark and honest would actually I, run, That's all I'm ever asking for. I think that would person would... Ru- Win immediately. Uh, do you remember that, the or they, people would be ex- uh, like scared of him exposing their shit and stuff right. like that? Like, actually, just so you guys know, that representative from such and such uh, tried to pay me off to not make this speech. Do you so remember here the we movie, go. Uh, what was Bulwark? Bull- Bullworth with Bullworth. Warren Beatty. With Warren Beatty, Jesus. where he he. Oh, I'm an old fart. Yeah, I was Trust just going to say, like, all right, guys. Uh, he he was. A I politician. should have expected that from a guy with a Tom Jones shirt. You know what I mean? Like that's <laughs> <Yes. it. laughs> that was one of the talkies we saw back. Then. <laughs> he played a politician who just quit giving a damn and started telling the entire truth and nothing but the truth. Talk about a remake is and, due. Oh, <laughs> we're due for that remake. You you talk about hysterical. It was so funny. <laughs> but I'm looking at that, going, that would be so true. I think if, right. if somebody were just honest and. Partially, I I know I'm not going to be popular here, but <laughs> I think that's why Trump did so well because he would say the yeah. stupidest things. <laughs> no, he would say the stupidest things, right? And and it would be stuff that actually is true, but it's so stupid. Everybody's like, "Well, duh, dude." Everybody knows that. Well, shit. and even just watching him put words together was oh, just yeah. always just kind of like, oh my god. The, the funniest thing I ever heard was this comedian and I were arguing, having a good time and all that, you know, 
comedians, we like to argue because it's fun. It's, it's you know, let's see what happens. And he goes, you're about as fucking worthless as Trump's speechwriter. And I was like, oh, touche, sir. But when he was, when he was like, when he was like, we're going to sell weapons to Syria. It's going to be great. We're right. Gonna, they've got Spice oil. We need all the oil. <laughs> and everybody's like. Holy shit! Did he just say that out loud? Where yeah, he said the quiet part out loud. Yeah. Did somebody say that in reality? <laughs> I will say the other night I, I was flipping through the channels and and because I was in a hotel and they had TV. I haven't watched TV in fucking years. Right, That's it wasn't streaming. Stream. Right? I was like, what is this? Um, <laughs> what is this? A commercial? What is yeah. this? Hulu? <laughs> what is <laughs> this? So they just the channels just keep going. You don't have to go on the app. What is this shit? Uh, Anthony Bourdain, fuck this thing! <laughs> Threw the TV out the window. Uh, no, I came across a Trump speech and I was like, I gotta listen to this. Like, you, I mean, it's you like don't a car really. accident. Yeah. And he, here's the great thing: he was like, I'm still concerned about the this is word for word. I am not lying about this. He goes, I'm still concerned about the border. We gotta get that border shut down. I don't know if you guys know this, but they're using women as drug mules. That's their favorite thing to do. Drug mules. <laughs> Putting the drugs inside the women. I don't know if you guys know. Have y'all heard about this? Like he was at a dinner party and he was discussing fucking drug mules. Jesus Christ. With the people that saw the weed pit and they were like, what's this? But, uh, Instead yeah. of going, oh. Yeah. Right. And in reality, every one of those motherfuckers are on so many pills. But oh, I was yeah. like, so I could many. not believe he was just fucking like hanging out. Just like it was like he was talking to a friend. There is yeah. no possible way that you actually can't believe this. I don't I don't know if you <laughs> were, were, this. were we a part of the same country for those four fucking years. <laughs> they are you serious? A, they take a bag of ketamine. They shove it up their cooters. <laughs> It's the damnedest thing I've Cooters ever seen. Cooters with a K. It's a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God, though, when he, the one of my favorite ones that he did was when he he is a he is, is he's a, a leader. He is a poli- He's supposed to be like leading the country. Yeah, a and dignified. Fucking he's supposed person. to be, and Whoa. then he gets up there and goes dignified. Yes, <laughs> shithole countries. That was yeah. like yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, and even better was that. So apparently, one of the White House. This just anytime I'm having a bad day, I just think about this, and it kind of livens me up a little bit. A White House aide. See, who, he is a Trump fan. <laughs> I'm having a bad day. I'm going to watch Trump. It'll yeah. make me laugh. It's it was a, a good presidential sh- scumbag scumbag. <laughs> Those scumbag. four seasons that he had on, <laughs> pretty fucking phenomenal. No, his. Uh, uh, I'm the, still waiting for season two. <laughs> uh, I love the people that be like, Trump 2024. I'm like, yeah, go for it. Because DeSantis is going to run, too. Split the vote. We'll have Biden again. Good job. Good fucking job. The question is, which jail he will be running the country from. Oh, yeah. It's going to be awesome. (laughs) And then uh, you've got Sleepy Joe who's just like, has anybody seen my lawn scissors? (laughs) No, you got a speech in 10 minutes. People are like, why haven't we heard from Kamala Harris in a while? I'm like, because she's busy doing shit. Yeah. But no, like, I, my favorite is that so a White House aide apparently, uh, like, came out and was just kind of like, you know he's incontinent, right? And they go, you fucking what now? And they yeah. go, yeah, he's incontinent. He has shit himself so many times. Trump or Joe Biden? Trump. Okay. Yes. Bo- or both. 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 Yeah, just, yes. <laughs> little column A, little, little column B. B. Yeah. <laughs> you know who didn't shit himself? Anthony Bourdain. Well, he probably did after he hung himself. <laughs> probably, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's usually one of the side effects. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Let me but no, okay, so what is your beef so, with, with Bourdain? A couple things. Okay. So, 
Number one, I, I loved Anthony Bourdain when No Reservations came out. I loved Kitchen Confidence. I right. remember my dad. Oh, no, 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 no soft peddling it now. I, yeah, let's backtrack I, a I little bit. Fuck face. Before he died, <laughs> Terrell uh, got me a copy of that. We hey, both my parents are dead. You ain't gonna be able to use this shit oh, on me. Oh, like, <laughs> pulling out the dead mom card. Huh? Yeah. I'll see your dead dad with a dead mom as well. Hey, it's um, Amer- it's like American Express. I take it everywhere. <laughs> Sorry, I, was like, I don't leave win. the house without you it. Win. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, like I, his stuff was good. I liked his show, right. whatever. He brought, he brought the world David Chang and he brought Chef's Table and he, a lot of good stuff. Right. Have you seen the documentary Roadrunner though? Uh, I don't think so. Watch it. You may change your, your whole vibe about him because here's the thing that, here's why I don't like him now. Okay. Like I think his work was good. It speaks for itself. Well, I don't like him now. I mean, he's kind of boring. Yeah, he's well, got people no new are shit. now like <laughs> no, idolizing him, and they're like putting him on this pedestal where it's right. like, oh, he was a god. And it's like, no, he's a fucking chef. First of right. all, um, and then second of all is this. Like, so uh, I went through some really fucking dark times, right? And and there was there were times when I was maybe gonna. Get a necktie and, and a door handle and, and right. follow in his pet footsteps. Okay, like I'm, I'm glad you ended that way because from the sounds of it, it just sounded like a David Carradine situation. Yes. Like, right. <laughs> I was trying to learn how to jerk off with a necktie. No. Um, anybody, I've had three friends commit suicide and it just, I, I, I fucking, if you have kids, and this is happening because I, I right. just became a father last year. Like, you that's you can't you can't fucking right. do that. But it is a sad reality. It's dude. a sad like, fucking reality. But I lost all my respect for him, and I'm like, don't you fucking sit there and 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 put him on a pedestal of like, oh, he was so great when he fucking did the worst thing he could have done to his kid, and he shit all 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 of his fucking friends right. on the way out because he was fucking this dumb asshole who cheated on him and made him want to kill himself. Right. And it's like, dude, you were a fucking you're supposed to be this tough fucking badass motherfucker and you were just a fucking broken-hearted pussy that killed himself and abandoned your fucking kid. Jesus Christ, honey, no how respect. do you really fucking feel? No fucking respect. <laughs> also, not for nothing, uh dying is not the worst thing you can do to your kids. Trust me, I had probably one of the Hall of Fame shittiest dads. No, no, no. no. So you know Hold what on, I'm though. No, yeah, no, but being it, there can be worse. Yeah, because like this guy, it would be like you know. I mean, at one point, I went to light a candle. I struck a match, and the smoke detector goes off. No harm, no foul. I just fanned it. It went off. He comes in the room, goes, "What was that?" I said, "I lit a match to light a candle." He punched me in the face, shoved me into the wall, and then like blew out the candle and threw it away. Like no candles at all now. And I was just kind of like, "This is the weirdest fucking punishment." For just wanting to light a candle. Wait, I didn't know your dad was my stepdad. <laughs> well, here's the it thing. is Oklahoma, so I mean... That's, there yeah. was a little high likelihood. <laughs> he accurate. told me about this. It was a Glade, and he liked Yankee Candles, so it is fucking defense. Oh, we're going to bring up the candle wars now? Is that... Get your fucking candle, game. No, no, no. But, no, uh, but no. in reality, though, the, the real thing that I wanted to say was that essentially when it comes to things like suicide, because you said you had three, I'm over a dozen now. I'm an yeah. ex-military, I work in kitchens, things like that, so I've, I've had a lot yeah and so essentially though i remember some of them like hearing about it and being like you know what good for him he was hurting like there was all this other shit going on it's not just the heartbreak mental illness comes out of nowhere and like if oh. and if you feel like you don't have anybody to talk to it's just kind of like 
what other options do you have? Oh, yeah. And I mean, if you think about it, like this kid, you know, yeah, it's, it's going to break this kid's heart for the rest of their life when yeah. they think about their dad. But at the same time, that's her mom. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's that person that broke his fucking heart that did all that shit to him. So it's not exactly like he was going to get to see his kid a lot anyway. No, that wasn't his. That wasn't her. That mom. wasn't the mom? No, no, no. This was just some chick that he hooked up with after her, him, and the. The kid's mom. Ah, well, fuck him. Yeah, so fuck him. But also, it it is just kind of like, you know what? Like, none of us ever know the full story. I mean, there are certain things that you can honestly and wholeheartedly say, go fuck yourself on certain things. Like, if you find out someone's like a piece of shit, like Danny Masterson, who just got convicted of two counts of rape. Yeah. Yeah. You're a fucking piece of shit. I don't need the whole story. You're a piece of shit. Yeah. But if it's something as complex as ending your own life and things like that. Dude, that's that's definitely one that it's like we will never know the whole story because we'll never oh, know how his brain works. Hundred percent. But if and you get, all that to say, hey Sierra, can I get some more whiskey? <laughs> I know I took this to a very dark place. I know we took it to we got real. I'm sorry. Who are you talking to again? Uh, but but my thing is Thank like, you, like on that documentary, you hear David uh, Chang say that that. Bourdain told him, you know, like before he was a, a dad, he was like, "You'll be a terrible fucking father." Right. And and da- that stayed with David Chang all his life. And like, uh, you know, even now, like if you watch the documentary, he's like, "Man, he's like, I still because." But Bourdain you, was but you're one of thinking my about idols. this in the wrong terms. You're thinking about this as like, you know, oh well, was he a good person or not? Nobody that anyone of us in this room idolized was a good person. Like, any kind of rock stars, any kind of writers, any kind of movie stars or anything, every single fucking one of them, besides Mr. Goddamn Rogers and Steve motherfucking Irwin, are going to have, like, this weird, checkered fucking past. Like, look at David Bowie, one of the greatest musicians of all time. A little bit of a pedophile as well. Two eyes also, two different eyes. It's really weird. (laughs) If they're not flawed, it's hard to canonize them. Yeah, there's not because, a... Because they have not overcome anything. Yeah, the, what, what are you going to write a song about if you're not a little bit tortured? Her like, hey, what a beautiful up. fucking day. Exactly. Again. Well, like, no one cares. Again, my, my point being that, that I just lost a lot of respect for him after seeing that documentary because you look at somebody... Well, I tell like, you what, we'll go ahead and we'll get him on the phone. Oh, wait. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> so, I want to I end that with, I want to end that and I want to bring it back to some comedy when... <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, Listen, you, we're going to go into the darkness, but I'm going to bring you back out for some ha-ha. Let's go to the edge and see if we can come back to What comedian was it when he goes, I've been working on my segues, you'll see. And then at one point he just goes, segway, and then just does a new gym. <laughs> so the night we went and saw that documentary, it was me and Evan Hughes, and uh, uh, I was I had a, a thing after the, the movie that I had to get to, and... I texted Evan. I was like, "Man, how do I get it?" Because they were actually they were also doing a uh, after the documentary they were doing this uh, panel on uh, service industry people and mental health. Okay, and it was a great panel. It was really cool. They had right. but it was there. They were going to bring Bourdain in personally. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was no. It actually, went, they had AI there, and it was a hologram. That was <laughs> it. Went, which is equally as creepy. <laughs> yes, it, is. it went rather long, and I was like, I was like, hey. How do I get out of this without looking like a creep? Because like we're in Circle Cinema. If I get up, like everybody else is listening. To this you panel, literally like, cannot. Like I'm our, like yeah. we had the premiere for yeah, uh, yeah. terrible people there. Yeah. and yeah. I remember I had a few. I know shocker. Yeah. And I was like, I had a pee really fucking bad. 
And Brittany goes, babe, you get up and everyone will see you. And I go, yeah, cool. My scene's coming up. It'll be fine. They'll know. I came back from the bathroom at the exact time that my character first appeared on the screen. Yeah, I assumed you did and you're that like, that's purpose. me. Like somebody, just, like somebody leans in and goes, perfect timing. Yeah. I was just like, hey, thanks. You stopped and you're like, huh? Huh? I How assumed, about that guy? I assumed you were at the back going three Two and one, go. And now. <laughs> no, I just like got back. I sat down, and she was just like perfect timing. I look up, and I go, "Hey, who's that handsome fella?" <laughs> and then that went uh, fucking nowhere, <laughs> oh, dude. I'm so mad. Less than nowhere. Circle Cinema has been playing last season of Reservation Dogs yeah. since like mid June, right? And the episode I'm on is next week when I'm fucking out of town. <laughs> I am so mad because that was such You're a like, great I, episode. I was, he was like, I was going to take a page out of your book and I'd be like, I'm going to go to the bathroom I and then just wait <laughs> until that part and then walk out. I'm a, they call that doing the old Norton. <laughs> <laughs> Give him the old Norton. It'll be fine. Of course, with my father, that was a uh, right hook. So Tom Cruise is in all his movies. Mission Impossible. They're like, why is Tom Cruise going to go to the bathroom so much? Uh, no, so so I texted Evan. He's always running. I texted Evan. I go, I go, hey, how do I get out of this without looking like an asshole? Right. And this is I, which is a text we've I all said. I swear to God. I swear to God. Everybody thinks Evan is a fucking angel, and he is an angel. Right. But he has a very fucking dark side to him. Yeah. That very few people see. Right. And this is the exact words he texted back to me. Have you ever thought about committing suicide in a French hotel? <laughs> the worst part is that if you're not a comedian and you just know Evan, that, like just yeah. in passing, you're like, that doesn't sound like yeah, him. But Evan every comedian, like that. yeah, oh, every comedian's oh, like, oh, so yes, fun. the fuck he would. Yeah. There's nothing goddamn greater in this world than the Evan Hughes wink. It is. <laughs> I love. I love when someone. It just happened not long ago. We were hanging out, and somebody was saying something, and I, I was joking about because I always do this joke about him being, you know, uh, the Tulsa Prince and the Tulsa King and the King of right. Main Street and, and the Tulsa Poon Hound <laughs> and then his his house is Poon Boy Mansion and all this stuff and I was and I was telling someone I was like he lives at Poon Boy Mansion I was like he has the world's largest selection of of sex toys and all this and they were like. <laughs> Evan, no, you don't. They were like, Evan, ha, ha, why you let him talk like that? And Evan's like, I don't know. And then he turns around and he looks at me and he goes, wink. Like, that, like, like you know I got a bunch of dildos. I do some crazy I bring it. shit. I was on a, our old podcast we used to have. We had Evan on there and when he first started doing comedy, he would tell everybody he was a virgin. Right. And so like one night we got these girls. These girls were like letting him fill their boobs and they were like we'll take one for the team we'll fuck you tonight Jeez. and they were oh yeah they were serious gorgeous girls and so we're you talking know to- bands have groupies comedians we have chuckle sluts yeah <laughs> chuckle buddies as i like chuckle to call buddies. Them. there you go so we're in the podcast you want to chuck and fuck let's go <laughs> <laughs> we're on the podcast and uh uh, the guy that we used to do it with, uh, he's like... Mr. We, Showtime. The guy we used to do it with, Todd Gillette goes, he goes, are you seriously a virgin? And he goes, absolutely, I'm a virgin. And then he did it, he fucking looks over and goes, wink. And I felt like it was like Kaiser Soze. I was like, god damn it! I swear to God, though, because it's Evan, when he winks, you're just kind of like, you just hear like, ain't I a stinker? Ain't like, exactly. Fucking get the fuck out of here. Very true, very true. No, it was funny because like uh, I remember... 
Just because we've been talking about dark things and all that, I remember once uh, Ryan Green was bringing me on stage, and oh. you know he's he's giving the intro and he goes, "This next comedian had probably one of the darkest pasts I've ever heard of." <laughs> Give it up for Terrell Norton, and I started coming on stage. And I go. Well, so much for all this brand new, like, nice material I, think, I wrote. I Fuck. lucky material, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure I had a Taco Bell bit in there. Like, it was very, very tame this week. But, yeah, fuck it. We'll talk about something else. <laughs> Jesus. But I just love, yeah, like, but when it comes to whether it's shows or writing or movies or anything like that, I have always been kind of more drawn to, like, the darker things. Like, just because that's more interesting. Dude, dark humor is my favorite. Gallows humor is my favorite humor, and that's it's why so good. that's why cancel culture has scared me so much because right. it has taken away so much of that gallows humor. Because there are things you're not allowed to joke about. Well, we've talked I'm about sorry. it on the podcast before. Nine eleven but... is jokeable. Oh God, yes. No, but here's I the thing, though. Nice. I think is that it's like <laughs> I've I've had jokes about pretty much everything. You know what I mean? Anything that people are like, you can't joke about that. I'm like, sure you can. You just have to make it funny. Right. You can't just, like, the ones that bum me out and the ones that sh- deserve to be canceled are the ones that it's like, you're not even writing jokes about this. Yeah. Right. You're, like, you're, you're just, just doing fun the voice. Of it. Yeah, like, here we go. Like, okay, you're going to tell the rape joke? Okay, yeah. but it better be fucking funny. Right. Like, it's yeah. one of those things that it's like, dude, even, like, the most asymmetric haircut fucking I'm offended person in the world if it's funny enough and it's well enough written is gonna laugh at a fucking yeah, I don't, gonna know, laugh I at don't any think joke. that's true anymore because I heard a comedian uh, well you're always gonna have somebody that's pissed off but right. it's, it's not I don't think it's much to do with the cancel culture I think it's most to do with people I mean yeah, people I think, suck I think Karen's have taken over the world that's, yeah. that's, if, that's it, all there is I, to I it. don't think my 2023 bingo card had Karen's getting offended at everything on it oh like, my god oh my god <laughs> Karen's have taken over the world there are some there videos are Karen's I, of every size shape and gender. Oh, yeah. I, There's male Karens. There's oh, fucking all kinds. It's crazy. Here's the thing. Oh, you, the whiskey's kicking in. Yeah. <laughs> my, my here's wife, the thing. Here's the thing. And another goddamn thing. <laughs> my wife and I have been arguing about what you call a male Karen because she says it's Kyle. Kyle yeah. is a monster energy flat bill punch and drywall. That's exactly. Kyle. See, I call them all Karens because if they're going to act like a bitch, I'm not going to misgender them. <laughs> oh, hello. I'm not going to misgender hello. them just because they're you know, the, like a My bitch. favorite jokes are the ones that I didn't know I was part of the setup. That's nice. Who's on first? No, have you seen the video of the guy? Uh, there, like He pulls over to the side of the road next to this other car. Or it's like a stoplight or something like that. He gets out of the car around, and he's got a trailer on his truck or whatever, but he comes up to the window just starts punching it. Yes. Like he's going to punch yes. out the window. Yes. He punches it like eight or nine times. Doesn't even crack the motherfucker. And I'm just oh, like, no. that's what you get, you chihuahua of a person. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like, fucking go ahead and bark, you little bitch. Go yeah. ahead. But if I get out of this fucking truck, it's going to be a very different day for you. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I'm sad my 9-11 joke didn't get a bigger laugh. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he said, I don't think you can do 9-11. I said, I think those fly. I think it got stepped on. He got stepped on. I think he got You've been stepping on, on my it really. Well, it really crashed and burned. It did. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Hey, I don't know what they think, Greg, but I thought that joke killed. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Several people. Hey, would you say you'd go to war over that joke? I would say definitely. I can do this all day, all Rick. Day. <laughs> I want to say I want to say something about your comedy though while we're here. <laughs> okay. I think you flew right into that one. That's that was- ah! Oh! <laughs> Wow. Oh, wow. 
That went real South Tower there. (laughs) Not even Rudy Giuliani can save that one. Man, you talk about a nosedive on politics. Holy shit. (laughs) There's America's sweetheart, and now (laughs) nobody can fucking stand the guy. Well, I've uh, never seen anybody just be like, you know what, hold, I'm going to fuck all this. Yeah. Listen, I have got the best rapport with both sides of the aisle. I am just going to put my dick in it. Like that's. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, everybody loves me. You know what, I'm going to put my balls in the I'm ball. just going to fuck it all up. But I will say, Saturday Night Live after 9-11, when he came wow. out and he did that opening monologue, yep. It was freaking amazing, and the best part was when uh, when he said the line about uh, about relaxing and being funny. Yeah. And 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 Lauren Michaels was like, "So are we allowed to be funny now?" And he goes, "Why start now?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was just so perfect. Um, Rudy, uh, can we be funny now? Is that a thing? Can we do that? Why I, start I, now? Did you ever Did you ever see that interview with Bill Hader when he was talking about uh, Lauren Michaels? He goes, "Me and Fred Armisen would sit there and talk, and apparently every time Lauren Michaels is about to name drop, he just kind of like." rubs his eye a little bit <laughs> and so like he would just kind of be sitting there talking and he'd be like a dinner party and be like so we're, we're going out to the hills and uh my wife and i and we gotta we gotta convince al pacino to come out and it was just like it was <laughs> and he's just like rubbing his fucking eye like Boy, it's any- such a fucking burden to know so many famous people has anybody ever been so fucking close to fame just like just, I mean, dude, he's Lord Michael, with fucking the, with Paul McCartney. Right. I mean, like he just calls yeah. him, just like, "Hey, he's Paul." Like, oh, Keith Richards and I are going to the Hamptons this no, weekend. No, no, it's Keith Richards. Keith Richards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta rub the eye. You gotta rub the eye. I, my favorite thing is that, that apparently uh, he would uh, he would tell Bill Hader, like he said he would pop out of nowhere. Yeah, and uh, he'd go, like Bill, just be like, "Oh Christ!" Like it'd scare him a little bit, and then he'd just go. Uh, do you think we can get a Stefan this weekend? And then he would just <laughs> disappear again. Can I see that it's water? Like, absolutely. I just realized the other one was iced down, so it's like... And no, 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 this, I, is, this is like... This no, is I like took a drink least, of this, and I was like, whoo. This is like at least 60% water. I'm just gonna... Yeah, <laughs> yeah 52% alcohol by volume, so it's 60 No, I'm, I'm, I had you get me this bottle of water, and I haven't drank any of it. I'm yeah, so, go and so, drink it. Yeah. So I, drink I will it. say, though, it's weird, because every time I know I'm about to have an episode filmed, I go to the store. I, I want to have, like, drink options. It's such a flex for a poor kid. You know what I mean? Like, I was a poor kid, so now when people come over, I'm like, you want a water? You want a soda water? You want a soda? We've got strawberry lemonade. We've got lemonade. We've got Sunny D. We've got that. I forgot all of those things. Those are all in my fridge. (laughs) Well, here's the problem. I've been doing podcasts so long, I'm so used to showing up with a bottle of whiskey. Right. (laughs) I did a podcast for a Christian comedian. Oh, no. And showed up with a bottle of whiskey. (laughs) And completely forgot who I was was talking to. I remember. Yeah, we we downed that bottle of whiskey. Dude, I'm going to tell you right now, nobody drinks whiskey like Christians. That's fantastic. I remember once, uh, speaking of, back in the day, my parents, you know, this is the Midwest. Your parents make you go to church. It just happens. And so, obviously, that you know, that took. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I love your gay flag across the street from yeah, the church. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, there's a church right over there. We have a gay flag, and uh, we're going to try and get one of those 12-foot skeletons and then just have him holding it. Like, oh, yeah, can't wait. Uh, but, like, so I, I used to go to church and all that and a uh, youth group, the whole fucking night. Sure. And, uh, you know, as you do when you get older, it was kind of like, ah, I'm going to go ahead and call it. This is um, I don't believe any of this, so I'm going to go ahead and leave. And they were just kind of like, no. 
<laughs> Don't go! But apparently it happened a lot because I've run into a, quite a few of the people that I used to go to church with sure. at bars. Sure. So I, I ran into one of them. Um, this was like at Target or something. Ran into him and he goes, hey man, so how you been? I go, best bar oh. in Tulsa. Oh yeah. Tulsa Target is just, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. If you bring a flask, it's awesome. Um uh, <laughs> But so he just goes, hey, man, so I don't know if you heard, but I don't I don't go to the church anymore. I go, oh, well, right on, dude. And he goes, and you can kind of tell this was something that he was like, if I ever run, to the, run into that motherfucker. Yeah. He goes, so I, I heard that you uh, you like going to bars now. <laughs> and I go, yes, now. Now is when I started going to bars. <laughs> yeah. And he yeah. goes, well. Only uh, recently. He goes, well, when do you think you're going to go again? I go, I'm probably going to the bar tonight. What are <laughs> yeah. you talking about? Like, Can you show me the ropes? Yeah, I was just kind of. And yeah, he was basically like, well, I, don't, I haven't gone to a lot of bars in my life. Oh, you know, my maybe, maybe you can show me around. So he shows up to. I, I take him downtown because that's kind of like my, my stomping ground. Yeah. And. <laughs> He go. He gets there and he goes. Well, I'm. I'm not saying. You know, I can still drink though. I'm. I'm. I'm a good drinker. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go shot for shot with you. If you uh, order around, I'm going to order around. And I go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is not a video podcast. You did not see me just slap my forehead. <laughs> Holy mackerel. He go by. I want to say about eleven thirty midnight. <laughs> he goes. I'm going to have to call a fucking Uber. <laughs> I was just like, You're like, no, I can drive you home. Yeah, I was like, I'm cool. Like, do you want to? I was like, well, in my mind, I was like, let's get some food in you. Maybe right. that, that'll help. Yeah, Dude, no. he like he starts to eat, and at one point drops a fry, <laughs> smothered in ketchup, just all down the front of him, and then just looks down and goes, oh god damn it! <laughs> I was like, okay. And then even funnier was that as he's eating, I go, so do you want to do a shot? And he goes, I think I'll die. <laughs> I think it will literally die. And I go, okay. So I go up to the bar and go, hey, man, can I get a shot of Jameson and a couple beers? Yeah. I thought, oh, he doesn't want to do a shot, but he'll want a beer. And as I'm getting the beers, the bartender looks over my shoulder at him and just goes, is your buddy okay? And I look. He's got his face on top of a burger now. He is is now passed out. So I called him an Uber. I got him home and all that. I go, hey, text me when you get home. Make sure to do that and all that. And then he he texts me when he gets home and he goes, what are you doing? I go, what do you mean what am I doing? I'm still at the fucking bar. I'm not the pussy that passed out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the next day he texts me. He goes, what did you fucking do to me? I was like, what do you remember? He goes, I think it was like 1030. I blacked the fuck out. I was just like, yeah, man, maybe you should go back to the church. Like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I've never had to take an Uber home from church. <laughs> never too many Bible sermons. Well, I tell you what, guys, we're coming up on about an hour and a half. Oh, so, so we're halfway there. So <laughs> there, there's got to be at least one person that heard you say that listening, going, "Please no, please God no." But no. Uh, so what we're gonna do is, so uh, I mean, obviously we've we've plugged uh, too many cooks a little bit, but what do you guys think? Yeah, so it's on the 29th, right? Yeah, Saturday the 29th okay. at 11 a.m. at Chimera. Uh, their back room, it'll be amazing. Hell it's yeah. going to blast. Last time we did it on the Kane side stage. And yes. to say that that was, uh, we had slim pickings of, of things to work with. Yeah, it was it was, <laughs> it was a little interesting. But that was the first try. Did I ever tell you what happened after that show? No, what a woman, A woman came up to me. I was sitting there help, like cleaning up a little bit. And you guys go, hey, stop fucking, don't worry about that. We're going to take care of it after. <laughs> I was like, sorry, dude, muscle memory. I'm wearing a chef's coat. I just That's what I do. And this girl comes up and she just goes like, hey. I was like, oh, no, please don't do this to me. <laughs> and she basically starts hitting on me and was just kind of like, so are you single? I go, nope, happily married. And she just like walks off and I go, no one tell her that I'm not married yet. No one. Rickshaw. 
We almost got him laid. Oh, <laughs> oh no, you yay. definitely still did, because I got home and told the story, and she was like, yeah, you're pretty attractive. There yeah. we go, there we go. She's like, I better put mark my territory. <laughs> These too many cook shows are getting you a pussy. But no, so, so we're doing uh, Chimera. Uh, back back room. Yes, Chimera and, back room. And what time on Saturday? Because I know it's you said brunch show, so it's eleven a.m. I am going to be hungover. I will be too. I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm going to Babe Ruth call my shot on that one. Here's That's the thing: <laughs> I will be running like a chicken with my head cut off because I I have got shows all next weekend. Right. I am flying out oh to Denver God. to go to the Cheyenne, Wyoming. Frontier Days Rodeo what? for three days. Jesus. Flying back in for Blue Whale. I probably will not sleep between <laughs> now and then. I'll, and uh, so I'm going to be so fucked I'll, up. Uh, I'll get you uh, the contact information for my cocaine hookup. I'll get you uh, I'll get you hooked up. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. perfect. That'd be awesome. Like uh, so so as far as like, we'll, we'll, we'll pull the old uh, opinions like a-holes. And uh, so what, what other plugs do you guys want to? talk about like your shows going well rick you don't have any shows coming up you're retired uh so (laughs) actually i do uh you want to do yours first because yours are gonna be like oh mine are gonna be like a a litany i'm going to (laughs) wyoming to rope cattle did you you notice how he kind of inflexed on i'm flying out i don't even have to worry about a road trip anymore jeff bezos is picking me up in his (laughs) no no sorry sorry jeff fucking bezos just rub your eyes just jeff bezos me and robert de niro are going out to Petaluma, California, to the Garlic Festival. You kind of morphed into Doctor Evil there at the end. <laughs> that's, that was, what, that's what, that's what uh, uh, Mike Myers based Doctor Evil on was 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 uh, Lauren Michaels. Lauren Michaels, Michaels yeah. Absolutely. Well, no, and the um, funny part is, uh, did you know that that was the reason that him and uh, Dana Carvey weren't friends for years? Oh, really? Was because Dana Carvey technically invented the character, right? Like and did the Mike pinky and everything, it. and Mike Myers stole it. Didn't even ask him. I can see that. <laughs> and and like Dana, like in interviews, he was like. He could have at least just asked. Like that, there, that's bare minimum, you know. There's, like, like, there's no more fucking annoying pod, more annoying podcast than Fly on the Wall with Dana Carvey and David Spade. <laughs> they talk all over their fucking guests, and it's just like, shut the fuck up. And let okay, me so here's what I've got going on. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, tell them. Uh, this Wednesday, uh, this Wednesday, nineteenth, uh, <laughs> smokes and jokes, classic cigars around for... downtown. Now, hey, who's on uh, smokes, smokes and jokes? Steve uh, Winwood, that is Landry is... Miller, and uh, Jeff Neese, who is an amazing. Oh, comic. I did see the flyer for that one. Okay, yes, cool. Jeff's amazing. It's going to be. A I blast. have. I think I have seen Jeff before. I might have even opened for him. Dweezil Zappa is going to do I... the music. That's yeah. <laughs> Well, speaking of music, Friday and Saturday night, the 21st and 22nd, <laughs> my band, uh, Kevin Price and the Closers, are playing. Well, yeah, it's my band. Uh, He's hey, in it. If it were not for the bass, there would not be a band. That's true. Oh. I play bass in a band. There you go. Uh, 21st <laughs> and 22nd, we're at Osage Casino. Then uh, Sunday, I fly out to uh, Cheyenne, Wyoming. If you're out in Cheyenne, Wyoming, and you are hearing this, Come we'll be find me. fucking surprised. <laughs> I will. I will buy you all the drinks you want. Chewy, Come no. find me. <laughs> then uh, I'll be back for Blue Whale Comedy Festival. I am hosting Thursday night at the Lowdown. Thanks to Rick Shaw because nice. Friday night I'm playing with the band up at Bartlesville at the Osage Casino, and Saturday we have the brunch show. Jesus, so, fuck. yeah, I've got a lot going on. You got some shit going on. Yeah, a lot of stuff. What yeah. about what about you, retiree? I'm not retired. <laughs> I just I have a one year old baby and she's my she's my Don't you throw the baby under the she's bus. She's my number one audience. <laughs> like I just perform for her. 
Uh, I will say, yeah, when you have kids, they're like the easiest audience ever. Just make a poop joke, get on out of there. That's yeah, your closer. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I think someone's already used this joke, but I'm just going to start going up to people and, and doing Zerberts on their bellies. Like the whole audience. Like, <laughs> 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 um, I think that uh, was a Christian Ch- Kristen Shaw thing. I think it was. I think it was. Um, no, so so the Thursday night, uh, my favorite night of Blue Well is like the opening night of Blue Well. Uh, yeah, not a lot of people. Gonna, not like, a lot of people. Yeah. You're just hanging out. It's mostly like locals just hanging out. And that's a Thursday the 27th, Thursday right? Thursday the 26th or 27th? If you're hearing this and you're thinking something. about going to Blue Whale, I want you to go on Thursday and ruin Rick's fucking night. So, <laughs> uh, I'm going to be, I'm actually going to be DJing before the UHF. They're going to be playing a movie. I'm going to be DJing before that. Very cool. Um, it's going to be, it's uh, my favorite beats with, on top of a mixing uh, classic, great stand-up and okay. uh, comedy routines in with that and doing some funny songs and shit like that. Oh, yeah. Having fun. Uh, DJ's been kind of another hobby of I mine, like that so. it's it's taken you the amount of time to describe this one thing that you're doing as CR listing all of the things that he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> I want people to know about it. Um, and this, ladies and gentlemen, is why comedians invented roast battles. <laughs> um, so, uh, and I was, you know, I'm glad I didn't tell him what I was going to tell him about his comedy. Um, <laughs> it was going to be so nice. I specifically said, Oh, said, you're still going to do it, and you're just going to wait like, till the like, mics no, are I'm off. Do it off. Yeah. I'm going to be like, and if anybody ever asks me, like, Terrell Norton, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Him <laughs> and Bourdain can suck each other's <laughs> dicks in hell. I don't care. <laughs> you know, the only thing the Anthony Bourdain didn't do right was take Terrell Norton with him. <laughs> <laughs> no. This might be the new record for the least amount of time talked about the show that you picked. Um, uh, so yeah, then that Friday night, I'm on a show at the Hunt Club. Me and this guy switched. Um, I'm on a show at the Hunt Club with Jeff with Jeff Neese. Nice, um, and it's gonna be a fun time. There's also some really good. I'm trying to remember who it's all called the there. Orca Show because the it Orca kills. <laughs> it's the Orca. I don't think you guys noticed when you came in, but I have an Orca tattoo oh, now. Cool. And awesome. my buddy goes, "Why are you getting that?" Because I was like, "Because killer whales are punk rock right now. Like, that's, <laughs> they're breaking they're so fucking ships. Right now. Absolutely, <laughs> they are." Um, and then in August, uh, the I can't even remember what the dates are. I'm going to the Las Vegas. So hell yeah. So y'all haven't cool. seen me around here because I've been doing shows outside of the fucking town. You mean where basically all of us, uh, we'll call it older folk yeah. uh, from Tulsa Comedy, have to go to get shows yeah. now? That's fun. No, That's I, a fun I, thing that we're doing. I made it a point this year to... You're just to, not kissing enough ass. I, you know, and I refuse to. <laughs> Actually, not for nothing. Wouldn't it be weirder if I was kissing your ass? It like, would that be, make you uncomfortable? You should yeah. start doing that as a bit, just walking around kissing people's ass. Like, just be like, and then just watch. Them like just clutching pearls and walking yeah. away, like uh uh-uh. uh, yeah. They're like, Terrell's very nice. Is uh, he dying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I've done I've done New Orleans this year. I did a show called Comedy Beast down there. It's pretty um, cool. Uh, was that awesome. uh, who was it? Uh, Jason P. Leonard. Do you guys? No, he's in Lafayette. <laughs> Lafayette. I, gotcha. I love Jason. Jason's a great I, I lo- producer. Uh, and Jason great P. Comedy. Leonard. Man. Oh, okay. he's, yeah, yeah. he's in uh, Lafayette, and he brings through some of like some big names and just he like. Had yeah. me. I mean, what, yes. what, what <laughs> yeah. I say? 
I'm um, sh- yeah, I'm sure that's the first name that he drops whenever he's sure. like, you should come Absolutely. out. We've had Absolutely. CR Parsons. That should just tell you everything you need to know. <laughs> All right, so I'll see you at six. Like, <laughs> no, I've, I've, I've done some really good rooms. I'm like, what do you got coming up? Let me tell you what I just did. <laughs> I did Secret Group in Houston. That's fucking fun. If y'all ever get a chance to go do Secret Group, that's Andrew amazing. Youngblood, he's amazing. Uh, I did a show over in Kansas City that was fucking great. There was a local per, per producer or promoter or whatever. But no, I've just been trying to stay out of fucking Tulsa Comedy. Well, no, I might be, uh, we might be having a discussion after this podcast then and, and trying to get some numbers swapped because I'm, I'm dying. Dude. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Who books that? Yeah. What? Who, yeah. Oh, yeah. who, who books that? I, said, I will call them. I'm <laughs> on the ultimate comics question. Who books that? Yeah, my favorite that I ever got. How did you get that show? Okay, first of all, bitch. <laughs> I love that you think I just like suck dick to get on a fucking show or something. Right. Fuck. I'm on ten years of doing. This. I know CR is a couple years ahead of me, but I'm on ten years of doing this. Yeah. And you go through stages, and I'm seeing this with like you, like you. You can look back at people and go, "Oh, that's you're at year six, and you're at year this, and you're." Right, if they're doing particular things, you can tell where they're at. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm now in the stage of I don't have beef with anybody. Right. But I also am like, it's a point where I'm like. That's the funniest thing. I don't have any beef with anybody, but apparently people have beef with me. And I'm like, you know what? I've made it. (laughs) I don't even fucking know your name. (laughs) I just got to the point where I realized, I was like, dude, if I'm ever going to do anything in comedy, it's not going to be just doing shows in Tulsa because. Right. I, I tried to make this effort of like bringing people in. I brought in the Scholar Brothers. I bought, right. brought in Eddie Pepitone. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Uh, let me let me pick this name. Yeah, up. no, no, no. <laughs> Please do. Please do. Mister, I'm flying to fucking. <laughs> I'm flying. Uh, Kevin Costner's bringing me out to be on Yellowstone. I'm playing prospector number no, four. I'm on King, not Yellowstone. Tulsa King. Worst show ever. Dude, um, not even filmed in fucking Tulsa. What a kick in the nuts. You mean, to the here's city. the thing. They wanted to make Tulsa look like a shithole, so they had to film it in Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. City. <laughs> uh, here I am in the Tulsa the Sound Pony. Uh, no, that's that's Othello. So that's clearly fucking Oh, uh, uh, yeah, the wolves. Yeah. Uh, uh. Well, no, and then so it's for like mine, I've got, uh, well, the day this comes out, Thursday, uh, Thursday night, I'll be on uh, Evan Hughes' show over at uh, oh, Rax. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I got that going for me. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, but Blue Well sounds like it's going to be a fucking good time, guys. It's always is. Every fucking year. Saturday Night Live. Yep, every fucking year. I have yet to have a bet. Well, Suffice to say, though, after uh, Too Many Cooks came home, took a nap, and then tried to go do my set at Sound Pony, and I was like, hey, Evan, um, I'm actively having a panic attack right now, so uh, I'm going to go ahead and go home. And he goes, he like looked at me, and he was just kind of like, you're really calm for being the dude that's having a panic attack right now. I was like, I've had a few. Yeah. <laughs> what was your first year to be at Blue Well? Uh, I think it was the year you hosted the uh, Oklahoma. Oh, God. That was years ago, yeah. yeah but you were wrecked homie you, let me tell you and the funniest part is that you act you came up to me afterwards you go i don't know if you could tell i was really hung over when i was yeah. doing that i go motherfucker everyone could tell <laughs> I, it, it's funny that you mentioned that because i was trying to think i was like man i feel like that was your first year because i was so fucking hung over and they had that the the sound pony has that goddamn hot dog machine yeah and i could just and it was right smell next it. It to it it was so yeah. intense and it was like i could hear the Oh no! I remember that I year like, because oh. I and I, you know every every comic says this, but most of the time I can back it up. But like that year, I did the Oklahoma and I fucking murdered. Yeah, yeah. like my five minutes. I, I got off stage and I was just kind of like, 
Okay. I believe it. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm on my way. I got this. Yeah. And uh, then they they did that interview thing, and it was me and Sandra got interviewed. Uh, and here's where it gets weird because it did not age well because it was me and Sandra and Scott fucking Taylor. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I was like, oh, Wait, Scott no. <laughs> Scott did comedy for a while? No, he was just like, he was like oh, he a was promoter or like a fucking there. artist or some yeah. dumb shit like that. He was, yeah. just, he was but, understand. He's like, this Terrell Norton guy, that's my guy. <laughs> yeah. That's just my fucking like, dude. And I'll put my name on it. Like, will, ah. I'm doing a painting him right now. <laughs> Well, guys, I, I got to tell you, this was a this was a blast. No, I enjoyed it thoroughly, You're lying. and it wasn't just the whiskey. No, but we're only three good. quarters of the way through the bottle. We're not done yet. All I'm hearing is you're about to have a very good night. That's <laughs> hey, I have a good night every night. But yeah, you guys are on social media, right? Like you've got the nope. yeah, CR Parsons comedy, CR Parsons comedian on all the social medias. You can find me there. Hell yeah. Uh, I am hidden. You gotta look for me. I'm like that fucking really good band. That somebody's like, have you heard them? Yeah, but and the difference is that uh, when you hunt down the really good band, the payoff is a really good band. That's and fucking hunting you down is just you. <laughs> Well, some of us have been on the Canes main stages, and some of us have played the Oklahoma Showcase. And some of us will probably still be playing that in a couple years. Yeah, I did make a post that I was like, hey, another year on the kids' table. Anyway, but then I got a text that was like, hey, you just pissed off a bunch of people. You might want to delete that. And I was like, oh, shit, my bad. <laughs> but, guys, yeah, like uh, like I said earlier, the email for the podcast is uh, bingepodcast918 at gmail.com. Um, you know, write us an email, and apparently, even if you want to tell me fuck you, I'll still be talking about it two years later, so... There you go. Whatever. But, yeah, come on out to Blue Whale. We'll all have our sets and good times, and you'll probably run into a drunk one of us, so... Or a drunk all of us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying sober the entire time. <laughs> Just out of spite. Yeah. I'll, I'll take three to one odds. <laughs> My all-time... We're going to have a pool going by the end of it. I know we got to end this, but... <laughs> no, we don't. No, we don't. Uh, the I... year that Julian McCullough bought uh, drugs from one of our local comedians... Yeah. And he bought the drugs, and he turned around, and then he stopped when he opened the bag... And came back and he said, excuse me, I need to get a refund. I thought this was cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the greatest Blue Whale time of all. Uh, that was a good one. That I was shouldn't a good have one. added that comedian. Hopefully, don't go back and listen to this. <laughs> yeah. It was a random comedian. Random. It totally was Crystalia who bought some, drugs. Some random comedian. But hey, Sorry. guys, see you at Blue Whale. And uh, if you don't come out, well, get your fucking life together. Say bye to the people. Stay smoky. <laughs> that was so fucked. Stay smoky. All right, and on that Jesus note, fucking hell. I've got to go uh, talk to Al Pacino. About this. Bye, guys.